Live from the man cave, it's Flag on the Play with Bud and HB. We're going to talk Jags, Gators, and all things North Florida sports. Because we're Duval till we die. All right, fancy Now, you remember, they say in life, you remember certain things. You, know, you remember Big you remember Ollie knocking out Foreman in the Rumble in the Jungle. Facts. Facts. You remember the Patriots losing. You remember Miles Jack wasn't down. Never down. <laughs> never, never, never down. down. And ladies and gentlemen, you will remember this. Mega collaboration. The Avengers have assembled it is to true. defeat Thanos. This is Pigskin Dynasty, your podcast for all things Dynasty Fantasy Football. Giving me the motion with the sprinkle. Just a sprinkle of sports talks. I'm your host with the most, a.k.a. Host Malone, a.k.a. Host with a cinnamon toast, Matt Phillips, alongside me is the newly crowned label fantasy leprechaun, Scott <laughs> I like What's it. Up, Actual Scott? leprechaun. Is your mic on? My mic is on, yes. Okay. It is. But anyway, Scott, a little big show today. I know. We got these A little guys bit different, yes. We, had, we got Duvall to We Die, Teal Tuesdays at 6 p.m., ladies and gentlemen. We're talking flag on the play. What the it podcast do. What the business is. Jags. All things Florida sports. To my left is the man, the myth, the legend, the real Black Panther. Talking about Anthony Rogers. How you doing, Anthony? There it is. I'm all good, baby. And to Scott's right is the city of Jacksonville wanted to name a street after him, but no one crosses this man and lives. I'm talking about <laughs> Bud Lott. What's up, Bud? Nobody crosses me in you say he's more of a Black Panther. Me personally, I think he's more of a Killmonger. But that's that's a whole podcast. Fun. That's a whole different podcast. I got one for it though. <laughs> not listen. Come on. <laughs> exactly. Sports. All right. Only. Well, I want to say Scott and I want to say thank you for coming on to this mega collaboration. We're going to be going in your guys' show quite soon, so we appreciate you guys teaming up with us. And we're a fantasy football podcast. We want to talk about uh, Jags fans as well, so we're going to go into that. But uh, let's open up with. Uh, uh, we like to talk about opening sports. So it's the big news right here is to talk about LeBron. Not LeBron. The Lake Show, baby. LeBron. L.A. Bron. I'm so sick. <laughs> Every show I go to, I try to get away from hearing LeBron. I try, Psych. I, I have my show, which is majority football. Okay, he wants to bring LeBron. I go to a fantasy football show <laughs> when I think I'm just going to talk strictly football, and now I'm side swipe and more LeBron. LeBron. Psych. Oh, I'm so sick. <laughs> That's, so si- That's major so, news, buddy. I'm sick of this Laker so, Nation. Yeah. Sick of it. A couple years ago, guy, uh, I got a couple, I'm sorry. A couple days ago, he signs a four year, $150 plus million dollar contract. Let's go with the Los Angeles Lakers. It was all, we all guessed it because his son committed to play high school sports, high school basketball at a local. Uh, LA High School, so it's not surprising that he signs. Scott, what's your thoughts on it? Oh, this is great. This is great news for the NBA. This is great news for the Lakers. Great news for me as a Michigan, you know, Michigander for, you know, Ohio suffering. That's the best news of all. Everything <laughs> <laughs> bad for Ohio is just like Ohio, you trash. Winning the Super Bowl. So you trashed Ohio. I ought to, I ought to get a championship <laughs> ring just for that. Yeah. What do you think? Well, being a Laker fan that I am, I am a Laker fan. I LA, baby. Uh, been a Laker fan since Magic. Yeah. Um, I have been tooting the horn um, that LeBron is the greatest basketball player of all time. Oh, okay. So please stop, uh, stop, um, stop, stop, stop. Stop. Thank you. Stop. Thank you stop. for so, that. Stop as a Laker stop. fan and feeling that he's the greatest basketball player of all time, I think is 
amazing that we got him because we've been in the dumps for years. And even if you don't think he's the greatest player of all time, he's he damn sure top more. three. Definitely so, not much yeah. more. Definitely so not much more. you just put a top three. He's definitely one of the best, if not the best player in the league right now. And he on my team. So, yeah. yeah. It's, um, it's pretty exciting. But, so, uh, people are saying that he's not going to be able to compete on this team. I have a different opinion. I think this team is every bit as good as that last team he was in Cleveland, if not better. I agree. I like Brandon Ingram a lot, and I think that LeBron is the type of talent that opens up the court for other players. What's, and so, what's killing me with y'all? Y'all should be ashamed of yourselves. Not you, because you hate everything Ohio. But once, <laughs> but once again, it's fun times in Cleveland today. Cleveland. Nobody wants to stay in Cleveland. He's from Cleveland, and he doesn't even want to stay there. That's a damn shame. Cleveland is trash, that. though. Is Cleveland trash? It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty much high. Who college. wants to visit Cleveland? No one. No, nobody. nobody. <laughs> I went from Michigan to Niagara Falls, Buffalo, New York, and you we drove through Canada. Because I didn't want to go <laughs> <laughs> That's Makes a damn sense. shame. It's trash. Anyways, but that's not also the big sign the Lakers have. They also signed Ray John Rondo to kind of compliment Boo. the Lonzo Ball. Twenty five. Stevenson. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> so so we we yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. Welcome to Ball Zone. Toast is a real thing. We guys. dunking on cats and we blowing in their ears. That's what's up. Well, anyways, I, as a Lakers fan, I just want to point out that I've always been critical of Lonzo Ball because I don't like his father to begin with. But, so why are you critical on Lonzo? Well, just listen. <laughs> this is the thing. So uh, I need Lonzo Ball to uh, develop a consistent three-point shot because I don't. I don't. Th- if he doesn't, I don't think he can play on the, uh, the same court as LeBron James. If he if he develop if he develops a consistent three-point shot, get that perimeter game going. LeBron will just. Compliment him perfectly, and they can do great things. Yeah, I don't but think that's happening. You got to trade Lonzo. Yeah, you got to trade Lonzo. Lonzo can't shoot, and although he is a classic point guard, he's that want Lonzo. nobody's gonna trade for Lonzo. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Lon- like, wait, first of all, Lonzo daddy not gonna let y'all trade Lonzo. So all this Lonzo stuff. Uh oh, ball is on. Y'all might as well calm down with all that. I feel like it, I feel like it's up to magic, but they they got to keep the young core together. Brandon Ingram, Lonzo. I think I would have kept Julius Randle. Yeah. Julius Randle, but they let him go. Mm-hmm. Kuzma. I don't like the Rondo signing because Rondo can't shoot. LeBron needs shooters because when they exactly. come down to the come down, they're gonna like the teams that ball like the Warriors and all them. They get up because they shoot threes. That's all they yeah. do. So if you down by six, now you down by nine. Now you down by twelve. Now you down by fifteen because all they're doing is shooting threes. And we don't have any shooters, and Rondo can't shoot. But they got a bunch of kids. You need some dogs in that locker room. Listen, listen, I agree. Yeah. When was the Lakers? You remember the two thousands? The triangle offense. What's the triangle offense built around? Derek first type point guard. That's exactly what Rajon Rondo is. He's a pass first, a defensive player first. He doesn't shoot the oh. ball just like Derek Fisher. But that's why I think the Magic's trying to build that triangle oh. offense that they do. Great things. And they just need to get a compliment of center. Matt, you're center. from California, right? I am. You remember when it was Lakers versus Sacramento in the uh, Western Conference Finals? I was, I, was they, going, I was going for Sacramento, yeah, by the way. I was, I was not. And um, remember they <laughs> I gave, was still on diapers. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks again, Scott, Thank, for wow. making me feel old. <laughs> Damn, yeah. But regardless of how old I was at the time in middle school, um, <laughs> I'm going to point out the fact – I did have a full beard. But I'm going to point out that they gave us a little extra seconds on the clock, and Derek Fisher made that shot to take yeah. us to the finals or whatever, right? Rajon Rondo can't make that shot. That's my problem with the Rajon Rondo signing. He's a he's definitely a driving point guard. Mm-hmm. He can dish the rock, but he can't make jumpers. So who on this team is going to make jumpers? Well, like, well, who are they going to get? There's nobody there. They got Rondo for one year. It's a relatively cheap contract, and he's won championships before. That's true. My Cal Corver. I hate to bur- I hate to bur- <laughs> I hate to burst this whole Laker love fest, but the real deal is this. I hate to burst your Warriors in three. 
You're not beating the Warriors. I'm just going to let you know that right now. Yes, LeBron needs shooters. He has no shooters around him. So y'all are pretty much screwed. Why trade all the young pieces away? Just wait this year out. Get Clay next year. You got a shooter for free. You don't have to give up anything. Agree. You can everybody go get Kawhi. Yep. Everybody keeps saying go get Kawhi. Get Clay Thompson. Back the Brink truck up and bring light skin to you LA. You the Warriors and you make your <laughs> team you better. Forget. Plus, Luke Walton was a coach. People, right. People forget that they can't sign all those players they have been. Right. Like, right. One of them wants a big contract. One of them's got to go. So and wrong again. You can sign all those players if you're the Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because they're all signed for like twelve fifty an hour and ten <laughs> just to play in Golden State. I guess of the Warriors, they just signed a uh, Boogie, Boogie Come Cousins. On, man. This is the that. most overrated storyline. But they, they practically the have the All Star team practically for that the Western Conference so right there. Is Boogie even going to play the He's first six right. games? Of, I mean, the first six months or whatever? Because like his knees still or Achilles is still Achilles. messed up or whatever. Achilles. He's always been a locker room problem everywhere he went. He could totally just he, screw he can, this dynasty up. Yeah, him. you're right. He could. Here's, yeah, the he could mess that, it up. here's the only thing that scares me about this, especially as a Laker fan and being in the Western Conference. For whatever reason, the Warriors are the Patriots now. So whenever people go there, they change their whole attitude. Mm-hmm. They get in line with the system, yep. and they just and play they along with it because they just want to win championships. Boogie Cousins should not have signed anywhere in the NBA, hurt or not, for $5.3 million. That's trash. He is too good of a player for that. What about I, the Lakers? He, I guess the Lakers had the opportunity to sign him to the same contract. I, I heard Boogie said that nobody called him but the Warriors. I see, once again, no matter what show we do, no matter what universe we're in, I always have to correct you, HB. Golden State are not the Patriots because, you know what? Golden State does not cheat. Miles Jack wasn't down. Trash. They, the refs show looked like they was cheating in the um, final. Oh, here we go. Huh? Uh, that was not a freaking block. It was a charge, and you know it. Doesn't matter. They still would have lost that. Series. Thank you, man. You never know though. If Jr. Smith wasn't LeBron on crack, here we go. LeBron is good. What you mad at Jr. Smith for? If he wasn't on crack and messed up that last play, here we go. And if they didn't call that block, they win that game one. That's a whole different emotion. So in the, in the series. let me get this straight. Someone goes out. Way in the territory of a lion, and a lion eats them. It's like, well, damn, why that lion ate that person? J.R. Smith do something crazy as hell. What the hell y'all mad at J.R. Smith for? For going J.R. Smith? He do what J.R. Smith do. What you mad for? I'm with him on this yeah. one. That's what J.R. Smith has been doing this his whole career. Yeah, his now, whole career. Do you remember like, the Knicks? You remember the Knicks? The Nuggets. Exactly. Y'all mad for J.R. Smith? You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Shot, trash shot shooter in the league. Cause you know what yeah. Jr. Cause you know what Jr. Not drinking. Yeah. Jr. doesn't drink water or Gatorade. Jr. drink Henny when he goes to the sideline. So don't get mad at Jr. Cause he always drunk on that Henny. Please Yo, leave Jr. Smith alone. You, I feel like you, LeBron. You don't drink Remy as an option. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, LeBron quit after Jr. Smith um, uh, didn't take that shot. Cause just put it back up. When he didn't take that shot, and he was dribbling out. Was like I thought we had he, the league. Oh my god! LeBron you, was you, like, "All right, I'm done." You I'm are going so LA. getting on my nerves. He told y'all I was looking for Kyrie, and then LeBron was like, "Kyrie don't play for us no more." Well, damn, my bad. Bro. <laughs> That's what happened. That might actually be true. <laughs> that, yeah, no one tell y'all smell that actually might have happened. I have no argument with that. <laughs> okay, well, that was our basketball talk today. Uh, big uh, other big sporting events: the World Cup. Anthony, this you're more of a soccer player than I am. So we, got, oh, we got Belgium and France. We got England and Croatia on the I was other side. I'm going to get that right. <laughs> I've been, been studying. I thought he was going to say Brazil. Exactly. Uh, Brazil. So I'm going to let my buddy Anthony HP talk about this, okay? I'm, I'm going to say this. Okay, so number one, craziest World Cup ever because, like, all the big, yeah, all the big all teams the big are, are, like, just trash or whatever. 
Um, number two, England, for all the England fans out there, all one of y'all that's watching, if if you don't win the cup now, you're never winning the cup. Yeah. Like this might be the worst team they've had in the past four World Cups. But, but it's their the best opportunity, right? Yeah, you are so disrespectful to England. What have the King's country ever done to you? The King's country, the Queen, the Queen's country, the Queen's country. Queen's country. The Queen's country. The Queen's country. <laughs> Tax you without representation. We have no representation for a whole another hundred something years. But that's on, bro. Listen, but um. But yeah, man, I just think I think it's been a good World Cup overall. But um, I just really am shocked that like the outcomes of the games, like Belgium beating Brazil the other day, was bananas. Neymar like flopping, like <laughs> Flopmar, he trash. Listen, that's let me tell you something about soccer real quick. This is why, like, I'm into soccer; it's my favorite sport. But I've been into soccer since my granddad took me to a World Cup game back in '94 nice. in Orlando. It was hot as balls, by the way. <laughs> but that being said, that's what got me into soccer. But Soccer is never going to get popular in America because of stuff like that. Because when Neymar is like laying on the ground and the guy comes to pick up the ball and he rolls all across the whole field, come on, bro, we're not really with all that stuff here, man. What, what you met? What you oh, met? The NBA. Yeah. Oh my 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 man, a hundred grand. Because I was just about to say that you get mad because Neymar looking crazy when somebody picked the ball up. But I'm not mad when LeBron James going down the field. James I mean, going down the court, court, and you see somebody shoot him like Ricky off boards and her Ricky, like boom, and get all like that. But it's it's Anthony and me, and it's like perfect. I prefer I prefer it being right. And wrong, but that's that's a, that's, a, that's a story for a whole nother show. What's up, but um, I just want to say that flopping in the NBA was started by Dwayne Wade. So yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. It started with Shaq back in the day when he kept his feet up. Remember Kevin Durant? <laughs> like, whoa! One, one, see once, is, see once again, you both are wrong. Flopping started with Vlade. Third world, baby. Vladi Divac, third world. Third That's world. I bet Vladi Divac super excited about Croatia doing that. He's like, like all of these years, and we could not do so these things, the and now the Croats. Vladi Divac. Wasn't the guy that headbutted? No, that was oh, oh, you don't know who Vladi Divac is? Oh, my God. Listen, Flag family, flag family. Everybody that's tuning in See, with Piz Ken we, we, we were on the we same page. Oh, my God. <laughs> he don't know who Vladi Divac is. Yeah. I'm going to have to school these young cats. And y'all, Sky has literally made me feel old since I've been over y'all here. Y'all should have saw the glimmer in Sky eyes. Scott was like, who's, <laughs> who's Vladi? And I'm like... Third word, he's like, hmm? I have you. No, I don't know who he is. Vladdy no, was in Space Jam. Vladdy, Vladdy was in oh, Space Jam. He was that tall, the tall one. Yeah, he was yeah. the one. Was like, why they not steal my powers? They were like, cause you suck, Vladdy. See, <laughs> <laughs> so you bring up Space Jam. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was ba- in Space Scott, Jam. You barely know what Space Jam is. Yeah. Yo, barely. everybody out there on Flag Family, uh, we appreciate y'all tuning in. Y'all make sure y'all check out Pigskin Dynasty on a regular basis, as well as y'all checking out Flag on the Play. But I want to say, um. That uh, Scott earlier today when we were talking before production, he said that his first Super Bowl that he remembers is 1998. Pat, 97. I'm 97 sorry. Season was played in 98. 98. Packers versus Broncos. Um, flat family. Um, I was in seventh grade, <laughs> and um, I remember the I was 19. Born in 92. I about to say I remember the 1989 <sighs> 49ers versus Bengals Super Bowl. So I'm old as dirt. And Scott just made me feel like that. Also, his house is nicer than ours. Y'all, so that's, that's y'all, thing, y'all don't understand. We 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 come over here to do these shows together, and we walk in, 
I'm literally looking. Somebody came up to me. They putting on makeup, <laughs> all this bright light. You know you're gonna be on live. Somebody be passing out water. They got they're they're apparatuses. Out water. I don't understand. This yeah. is crazy. And then not the only Krispy Kreme donuts, and now we get told we're old as hell. So yeah. That's, so that's crazy. It's like they're doing an outreach coming. program. Well, the lights of that makeup is kind of coming your crow's feet. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. oh yeah, because I had bags yeah. like this. I was looking real rough. He got no crow's feet. He black. It don't crash. All right. So. Uh, leading up into that, uh, we're going to talk about just a little bit of NFL news. So the big news for fantasy was Aaron Jones for the Green Bay Packers got suspended two uh, two games from an uh, incident stemming from last year. Um, fantasy relevant, Scott, you are le- leprechaun. Tell us about it. Well, he got bust. He got pulled over by the police with marijuana possession. That's mm, what this the sticky icky icky. That's what this suspension comes from. It's not a PED or anything. Although he is bulking up, so there's a concern there. A smaller guy <laughs> bulking up. I don't like that already from fantasy perspective. And then on top of that, he's got this two-game suspension, so that opens the door for Jamal Williams to come in and dominate the backfield, take this job over. Mm-hmm. Or even Ty Montgomery, who's looked really good in, the, in, the, in spots. Now he, he gets injured, he gets banged up. So I think uh, Williams is going to be the Bill Kyle type guy. Ty Montgomery will get carries, but he'll also work as, as a wide receiver. So with this news, if you can, I would buy Jamal Williams. Um, or I could sell him too. So it just depends on how, how the league perceives it because ultimately this backfield after this season is going to go through some change. Not one of these guys is going to be a long-term workhorse guy for the Packers. Um, so if someone's going to give you something worthwhile and you're not competing for this year, I'll sell. If you are a contender, then uh, you know I'll, I'll go acquire Jamal Williams. You want to say something? See, that's what's going to make this show so dope. Matt and Scott, they're going to teach me fantasy because, ladies and gentlemen, I've never played fantasy ever in my life and they're going to school me in the ways of fantasy and after all that stuff you just said my only issue was ty montgomery you're not really a running back because i don't like your jersey number yeah <laughs> that's, what, actually, that's what i got out of that actually, i actually like back off that if, if you want to bring in the regular sports part of it or whatever the packers got to get it together because every year they're perennial we're a great team we're going to super bowl contender they're not because how are you going to be a super bowl contender and one of your running backs is a wide receiver and the other one a dope boy so it's not <laughs> happening you draft a running back packers and not just draft a running back draft a legit running back like draft somebody who can play ball I, I don't think they even need a draft run. They just need to build that defense because you have the greatest offensive talent I've ever seen in my life in Aaron Rodgers, who are, unfortunately will never be considered the top tier because of uh, the Super Bowls, but he's definitely on the Mount Rushmore, in my opinion, of quarterback. But He's one if, of the greatest ever, man. If, he's really if, good. If he, if, if they just get the franchise build a defense around him, Aaron Rodgers can take that team to Super Bowl. There's one problem with the Packers. They don't have an owner. And all, every, all their problems stem from not that. having an owner. Their they problem the goes back. They're the only up. old right. school football franchise left, which they don't freaking buy free agents. Yeah. They don't well, they freaking. Can. They don't. They yeah, don't, they can. Yeah, they don't. They don't have the owner. Bonus. I don't even think they draft big time players. Like, and I think they do it on purpose. Like, if you think of the Packers drafts for the last ten. For me, 15 years. Who's blowing you away? Yeah, who, who, what Packers pick blows you away? And I know they always Clay Matthews is the only one I can think of. Clay Matthews was pretty dope. And that's that's because he went to USC. Boom. But but he was a very nondescript, Mm -hmm. average, like, linebacker type draft pick. I know the Jags were looking at him, too, when they drafted him. And I was like, I don't know about Clay Matthews. It's not like he's like a splash player. When is the last splash player the Packers drafted? Which was Aaron Rodgers, and that was by yeah, dumb yeah. love. And that was that by was dumb love. Yeah, because he kept dropping, and right. it would have been stupid not to draft him. Yeah. So at this point, like... 
the Packers got to get it together. You're right. They need a true owner. The whole I don't have an owner thing is dumb because you're never going to – luckily, they just happen to draft really well. And their players, they Which develop is pretty them, dope. Yeah, they draft you're never well. going to be a Patriots or – a Jags or a Texans or a Cowboys or any of those teams because okay. those, those teams suck at drafting teams. But but, team. but that's what I was going to say. <laughs> but they're y'all got an offensive line. Final. Those all those teams, yeah. some of them suck at drafting, but they're all willing to spend money in free agency to fill holes. The Packers don't do that. The Cowboys don't do that. Either. Packers sign a if the Packers sign a free agent running back hey. this year, they're really good. Yeah, no, they, they just need to be up that. To me, they need to be up that secondary. Like because you don't need a stud running back right now when you have. Aaron Rodgers. You just need – that's why I think Ty Montgomery will be a suitable bat because, you know, boom, screen pass, done. Ty Montgomery's a receiver. He can do his thing. Boom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Then when Jamal and Aaron was just there to complement the running game, which is great. Now, Jamal Williams probably get more of the – more touches, more opportunities. But uh, you, you, they don't, you don't need to start running back for the, if you're the uh, Packers. You just don't need it, in my opinion. But um, I just think you need a run game at the end of the day. Eventually, especially when it gets down to playoff time, I think you need that. We got the lead. We need to run this time. I'm with Matt though. Aaron Rodgers is really good. So Aaron Rodgers, like, well, Aaron Rodgers is a grown man. Don't Aaron get it twisted. Rodgers can just run it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he probably catch it too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because he is like unlike Tom Brady with your no hands having ass. <laughs> hey. Anyways, but Tom just big back on Scott said from the fantasy's perspective. So Jordan Williams gets a huge burst. He was already kind of in the lead to begin with last year because Aaron, Aaron Jones did get injured and Jamal Williams was kind of taking it over. Now with Aaron Jones being gone for two games, I don't think Ty Montgomery is going to be. Uh, the workhorse running back as he was in previous years. I think he's right. going to be more of that slot receiver. Um, and I think it's draw Williams all the way go, then play action, boom. But Ty Montgomery is still going to get carries. They're still yeah. going to use Ty Montgomery all over the field. He yeah. proved himself to be a very capable running back, a very capable receiver. So he's going to be a weapon. He's going to be a mm-hmm. factor in this offense. And even before the suspension, I've never been on Aaron Jones because I've never seen him as a clear cut. He's the number one guy. So he was the most expensive guy. I was looking elsewhere. I was looking at Ty Montgomery and Jamal Williams more so than Aaron Jones just because I don't I don't believe in the player's talent to begin with and I don't think his his hold on that number one job is very strong. And if you're in fantasy football and you're drafting Ty Montgomery or Aaron Jones, you're in trouble anyways. And to tie back back into fantasy and Green Bay, please explain to me how nasty would it have been if Green Bay would have drafted Alvin Kamara with Aaron Rodgers. They don't know how to use them. They wouldn't even use them. They wouldn't even know how to use them. They wouldn't know how to use them. That's true. They wouldn't know. Alvin Kamara was uh, in a Premier situation mm-hmm. in that offensive mind that they use them uh, with uh, with the Packers, they they, they wouldn't use because they kind of have a similar uh, similar like it's not Kamara like, but in Ty Montgomery who's kind of similar mm-hmm. in terms of catching the ball. They still don't use Ty Montgomery the way Kamara does. Mm-hmm. So it's Kamara. A lot of people didn't know Kamara was going to be Kamara in, in, Obviously, in, this, yeah. in this draft. So I mean, it was it was in a great situation. It's kind of like Kareem Hunt. He was in a great situation. Spencer Ware got injured. Then Andrew Reid just used Kareem Hunt. So a lot yeah. of people, First of all, Kamara was one of my favorite running backs coming out last year, so I knew a little bit about Kamara, but I didn't expect oh, him. I didn't expect him to, know <laughs> he's a to do as well as he did. I, I but knew. Well, the big thing with the Packers and the reason why I said they wouldn't use him is Aaron Rodgers gets off script probably more than he is on yeah, script. 90%. That's one of the big things with Aaron Rodgers is he just he's he makes plays and yeah they're great yeah. but he comes off script so many times he and runs it hurts out of his team. Yeah, once you're out of pocket, your running backs are. Basically done, done unless they're this. running down the field. Running, and they shouldn't be running down the field at that blocking. point. They should be blocking, should right? Be blocking, so, so, yeah. I knew that Kamara was um, from Tennessee, so I disregarded him because Tennessee is trash. Peyton Manning. He was also <laughs> Alabama before Jason Tennessee. Jason Winton. Yeah. Jason Winton. All things Tennessee are trash. Period. It's always Alabama. Oh, this is a Jaguar thing. I'm, oh, I'm following. Yeah. How about that? Not only is it a Jaguar Tighten thing, up. it's a, it's a it's a Gator thing too. 
Because people from Tennessee just eat mayonnaise. What do you got beef with the Tennessee t- Tennessee Volunteers for? Because you dominate them. You dominate them. I'm a gator. That so ain't no rival anymore. Hey. We dominate Vanderbilt. I hate them too. Hate them too. Don't jiggle your keys at me no more, Vanderbilt. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I've been to y'all. Yeah, that's, that's, that's Vanderbilt smart. Yeah. That's a whole yeah. other story. Whole Ladies other and gentlemen, story. if y'all, we, we either we're gonna tell you later or Google why Vanderbilt jiggle their keys at the end of on sporting events. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty rough. It's pretty rough. And I'm a, I, I went to University of Florida, so I personally experienced a lot of SEC. Yeah. Hatred and um um yeah y'all trash. If you ain't a gator, you must be bait. So those are the last. Were you an Urban Meyer recruit? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. I'm guessing no. no. Uh, again, Scott making me feel old because actually I was there when Coach Zook was there. So well, well, I was gonna say if you're an Urban Meyer recruit, then I was gonna say you probably spent some time in jail. Oh snap! <laughs> In jail with a ring. <laughs> Before we go on the next fantasy topic, I just want to point out, I was like, how come it feels like we're the get out family and they're kind of like a... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rose, man. the keys. I love it. I love the it. Keys, Rose. The keys, Rose. The keys. Rose, the keys. Anyway, so the last fantasy topic before we talk about Jags and Jags fantasy is I want to talk about this big news. Patriots related too, so they're gonna have something to say. Julian Edelman, Peel got denied. He is officially suspended. <laughs> See, that's messed up. Why, Patterson. why would he set us up like that to say we have something to say? Us? Me? Say something bad about the Patriots? If you've ever, Never. If you if you're watching this um, on Matt's um, and Scott's podcast, Pitskin Dynasty, and you ever listen to FOTP. Um, you would know that every week since we started, we say Miles Jack wasn't, wasn't down, down, and we also say um, Tom Brady was trash, and we say um, shout out to my boo Alexa Bliss. Boom, even got it in here. The streak oh continues. My God. But um, oh. you're like, um, yeah, um, I'm super happy that um, it was upheld, and he's still getting suspended. Yes. Number one, the Patriot ain't nothing but a bunch of cheaters, and I'm not even saying that as a hater. Their reputation precedes them. So they 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 aren't legit or whatever. Now Tom Brady's a really good quarterback, but that don't mean that they ain't cheating. And second of all, or whatever, who cares? It don't matter. The Patriots still gonna win their first five games. Well, not the whoa, one to the easy there. Not the one to the yeah. Yeah. But oh, they still gonna win their first five out of six games, anyways. Listen, when people get hurt or somebody leaves the Patriots or whatever, we're they always like, oh my god, they they're gonna be in trouble. And then they win every game. It, who cares, bro? I'm not getting hyped about it. It's a machine. I hate to burst everybody bubble. The Patriots was. Will not stop being the Patriots mm-hmm. until Tommy Brady yeah. goes sits his ass down somewhere and then wait for I'ma say Belichick too. But the only problem is with that Belichick thing. If Belichick would have kept um Jimmy G, then that thing would have really kept moving. Yeah, thank you for state. thank you, Tom Brady, and thank you, Robert Kraft, for well, trading Jimmy G. Yeah. We yeah. appreciate that. Wasn't, that wasn't a Belichick Oh, that wasn't a Belichick thing. Yeah. That yeah. definitely was not a Belichick That's thing. a poor mistake on the Patriots. Awful part. mistake. You don't let that guy go. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean you won five Super Bowls. Like, just hold on to Tom Brady. Yeah. yeah. Well, if I don't think they would have gave Jimmy G uh, away if Tom if they didn't firmly believe Tom Brady was going to play to his mid-40s. So that's besides the point. But from a fantasy perspective, I own um, Julie Edelman. He was my wide receiver four going in there. So it affects me a little bit. <laughs> team, team, as Everybody you can see, team, 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 team Petty over here, baby. Team no, no, Petty. He's upset because he traded me Julie Edelman and I beat him in the championship uh, a couple years back. But besides <laughs> the point, if you have Julian Edelman in a redraft league, uh, to me it's not worth keeping him because he's out for the first quarter of the season. Yep. Try, try to drop him. Try to try to get some other value in him. But in a dynasty league like this podcast is all about, obviously keep him. He's getting up there in age. You can't get any more value in anyways with him, so you might as well just keep him. Um, if you're in a tight end premium like us, I'm moving 
uh, Julian Edelman down as my wide receiver four, and I'm putting Jordan Reed back into my, behind Zach Ertz to complement Until my week roster. three when he gets a concussion. Until he gets a concussion. <laughs> yeah. But hopefully that's after week four. But uh, other than that, from the fantasy perspective, I think Chris Hogan's going to get a big boost. Um, he's already yeah, killing Yeah, I was going to say, just get another player mm-hmm. from their like, back. You just get their six-string receiver. He He'll get all the catches. Chris Hogan, Mount I, I think. Patterson. Yeah. Like, volunteer. Yeah. Oh, God. He talks about Alexa Bliss like, as a streak. He talks about Cordero Patterson. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's going to have a fantasy-relevant uh, season. One day. But anyways, so <laughs> Chris Hogan boost. I think Malcolm Mitchell's going to get a boost. And maybe if Cordero Patterson somehow finds the offense, he might have a small boost. But to me, Chris Hogan's a big one. Try to You're forgetting the num- number one name here, Matt. Oh, Rob Gronkowski. Nope, sorry. Jordan Matthews. Jordan Ma- oh, no. He's going to be the slot oh, guy. Because no. He's going to be the no. one or play. Wait, Jordan Matthews. See, that's what, no. I think Jordan Matthews and Tom Brady is kind of scary, though. It, it really, I like, I like Jordan Matthews scary. as a wide receiver. Jordan Matthews is a damn good player, bro. Yeah. Like, for real. Fantasy-wise, I'm, but as far as like him being like a damn good football player. I, want, I wanted him in the draft when he was coming out. Yeah, and I would, I would say that. Tom Brady would boost his fantasy stats because Tom Brady. Tom Brady remembers anybody. Anybody. And, stats, and, right? and, anybody. So yeah. So Jordan Matthews with Tom Brady, I, I wouldn't be mad one at that. thing about Jordan Matthews. That what college did he go to? He went to um, Vanderbilt. The, Massachusetts. He went to Vanderbilt. Jing, 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 jing. Random keys, yeah, baby. He's, he's random way, keys, Vanderbilt. He's, he's, he's way smarter than me, but he's also a loser. Here's my one thing. <laughs> Here's the one thing about Jordan Matthews that I'm just hesitant on is that target share. Okay? As a fan, for fantasy perspective, for my receivers, I, I'm all about the targets. Okay? So look at the New England. Got all those running backs that didn't take targets. You got Rob Gorkowski. got Chris Hogan. And if Malcolm Mitchell's knee stays healthy, you got Malcolm Mitchell, who was killing it in the rookie season when they won that Super Bowl. So that last one only concerned with Jordan Matthews. Uh, he's coming from a, a new a new team. Coming, this is his first year on that. Learning a new offense. That's why I'm only concerned about Jordan Matthews. I want to see it first before I'm all in on the hype. But that's the only thing. Besides Gronk, is he not the best receiver on that squad though? Speaking speaking fantasy wise, guys, how do you guys feel about that running back from Georgia that just got drafted by the um, Patriots? I can't think. He oh, loves him. Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle. Yeah. yeah. He loves him. I'm. If he on, so, on Sony Michelle. So, I think Sony Michelle's gonna be damn good for no, that. Yeah, I think it's be good for the Patriots coming out as a talent. I wasn't a big fan of him. Mm-hmm. I thought he's a little overrated. What? Uh, coming out, yeah. Okay, but he's, he's, he's the big fan. He goes to the Patriots. He's gonna score points. He's gonna score touchdowns. So he's gonna be relevant. My, my only, but it also it's gonna be like like uh, Patriots backfield is gonna be hit and miss. Yeah, so, okay. So my my, my I, I compared uh, Sonny Michelle when he first came out and I was just scouting him. No, as, no, Camara <laughs> like, no, Camara like, yeah, oh man, that's high praise. No, that's pretty dope. Listen, if you think Camara like, that's no. pretty dope. Now I did not like who he got drafted because if you look at, it, they still have Rex Burkhead, they still have James White, they still have Mike Gillisley, who was a healthy scratch, but he was killed in the first half of the season. And remember, Dion Lewis, who is supposed uh, Sonny Michelle was supposed to replace Dion Lewis, who went to. Pittsburgh? Tennessee. He went to Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying Tennessee he was, again. He was, to, he was supposed to kind of like fill that void, but Deion Lewis didn't really start heating up until like midway through the season. Hmm. So that backfield is scary to predict because Bill, Bill, Bill Pelichick, Mike Gillespie, for example, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown for the first three weeks. Then he healthy bent, healthy scratch, healthy scratch. He benched him. So there's something about it. And plus, Sonny Michelle, if he doesn't keep uh, hands on the ball, uh, Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick does not like fumbles, so that's one thing I'm concerned Belichick's about. Belichick's known for benching. And good also, players. one thing to note for anyone that's doing a redraft league, it's something to consider. He has bone on bone in his left knee, apparently. Damn. Uh, so that's something. It's a ticking time bomb. It could be healthy. The Patriots draft him, so I'm assuming it's good. 
But that's something to consider, guys. Yeah. It's like Jay Ajayi. So just something one bad knee to the knee could be done for this career. Well, he so. might get three, four, five good years out of it. They said that, about Miles Jack because he still wasn't down. That's the bone on bone thing. When you draft somebody, you don't you're not really planning on them getting a second contract. Mm. I just want to run that thing, yeah. that first contract, so and after that, bye. That, See you later. If yeah. you're like Scott, if you're like Scott, sell hot. Yeah, has a great season, so because you're in dynasty. The, the roster size is 35 strong. Right. So, if you haven't died, you're keeping the players so high, get some draft picks. Now, this draft class isn't exciting. In 2019, there's a bunch of B-rated quarterbacks. And <laughs> yeah. But 2020, you know, looks some interesting prospects. So, try to sell high, get some 2020 draft picks, and go on from there. Anything yeah. you want to add out to that, Scott? Well, the bone on bone is just a report that came out. I don't believe it's true that since the Patriots did draft him in the first round, they I probably think, lied I and made it, it up. It may have been some smoke, some smoke <laughs> yeah. going on yeah. to try to hurt his stock a little bit. Maybe set up by the Patriots. Yeah, uh, ain't no maybe. That sounded like a Patriot move. Yeah. I just, I just, Jay was going to be a high draft pick. He had bone on bone in his knee. Then he filled it a fifth round. So Sony Michelle goes in the first round. I'm no longer concerned about a bone yeah, knee issue. Yeah, I mean, if, if Patriots drafted Sony Michelle, they're they're confident that it's not going to be a big deal. But it's something to consider if you're going to invest. Right, there in might be something draft. there. I just okay. don't think it's to the extent of Jay. But um, other than that, that's it for pretty much for our fantasy. You know, we're it's been a slow month, but we're going to go into talk Jags. Let's talk Jags. Final play, Jag podcast. We're Jags fans. We live in Jacksonville. Let's talk about Jags. So let's open it up. Who's going to be the quarterback this year? <laughs> you know what, Scott? I ain't got time for that. Oh, <laughs> man. I'm telling you, Scott is over here just da, 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 tearing you up on this, you know on this show, no, man. That's fine because you know what? Five will come oh. through. I see you, boo. Or whatever. Lady. I'm just saying, you need to have confidence in Blake this year because he's going to have confidence in himself. And the last time we seen Blake Bortles with confidence, he threw for like 5,000 yards. So Garbage I'm, time. <laughs> oh, no, the garbage time thing. Again. Ladies and gentlemen, what y'all don't understand, Pitskin Dynasty family, if y'all have no, there is not a more better love affair than HB and Five. I do love me some so, Five. So much love. Okay, but speaking of that, okay, we're going to find out how – if, if Bortles is the real deal this year, because I think defense is going to load up the block. They're going to stop Fournette, and they're going to make Bortles beat them. So, I dare you. I double-dog dare you to do that so, five. So we're, we're going to see the man-on-man coverage, and we're going to see if the receivers are good. We're going to see if DJ Chark, Marquise Lee, D.D. Westbury, see if they're, they're the real deal. Too. Dante Moncrief. Oh, God. Wait a minute. Whoa, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Are you telling me you like Dante Moncrief fantasy My favorite receiver never on this team. Number oh, hell no, team. Scott. This is why. This is my dude. We're going to start our own show because I'm sick of HB and we're going to start a well, new show. I don't like exactly. Scott anyway. <laughs> I'm I say, love I'm, it. I'm cool with doing the show with Matt because I'm sick of Dante Moncrief crap, too. It's Scott, not, listen, Scott. Dante Moncrief has yet to show me anything or whatever, right? I got two reasons why. Get him. Yes, get him. Get him, Scott. Get him. Two years ago, when Andrew Luck was healthy, he broke his scapula against the Broncos week two. So he played the rest of the season injured. He didn't break out. Last year, he was healthy. Andrew Luck was not. So his luck and health and Luck's health have not coincided together in the same season. So you think just why you, think, you, think you got Blake a bargain? Blake Bortles. You leave five alone. You <laughs> <laughs> got to do with hey, this. Blake Bortles fed Allen Robinson for fourteen hundred yards. There you go. Blake can do it. The Look at Scott spitting facts. Oh my, I'm so sick of this garbage time. Garbage time. Here's my thing thing about Blake. If you look at Blake towards the end of the year last year, (laughs) Blake had a whole bunch of good games, like back to back to back to back or whatever, right? And And that running game was helping him out. Right, the running game helps. And like last year we had a, I would say a B minus B, B level 
offensive line. Mm-hmm. With getting Norwell and getting that offensive line more Oh, A-plus, easy. If they have an A-plus, if Bortles gets time, he will yeah. kill you. He's an NFL quarterback. Yeah. And you give an NFL quarterback time, they will beat you. I've been a Jags fan for a long time. And before we had this defense, we could not get to the quarterback. Yeah. And we used to get picked apart by the likes of, like, trash. I'm talking about hot garbage quarterbacks. Like, freaking, uh, what's the, McCown would pick us apart. Or, like, any other quarterback that was trash. So, I have confidence that Blake can dish the ball around, especially with Austin Safarian Jenkins coming. It gives us an outlet. My bold prediction, wise. tight end one for the season. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. what? No, I think Matt's right on that because the Jags, the, offense, the offense we run is an old school West Coast offense like they used to run in San Francisco, which is tight end heavy offense. The only thing we have, Mercedes, I can't run nor catch Lewis. For, for wait a minute. Mercedes years. Lewis is one of the best offensive linemen in Jaguar history. He also skipped you in line when you had Metro <laughs> Diner. Oh, and he my can't God. Catch, Will you he let can't the Mercedes catch Lewis nope. thing go? Shouldn't have skipped me, bro. Oh, I hope you God. enjoy Green Bay. It's cold hell. But, um, <laughs> but that being said. Yeah, yeah. But I just think that Austin Ferry and Jenkins is a better tight end than Mercedes Green. Lewis. Oh, and it gives, it gives Bortles a, a skate patch but my thing is with the Dante Moncrief thing or whatever right I just don't see it like I don't see it I don't see the talent I don't see he it he is 90 to 95 percent of the athlete Allen Robinson was oh but Ooh. also a lot smaller he's Ooh. the same size no, Dante, Dante, Dante Moncrief ain't no little dude he ran faster than he Allen is fast Robinson. he's fast for the record though I've always been a Marquise Lee over Allen Robinson guy, my damn self. But my thing about Marquise Lee, I guess I have to say Scott's yeah, right. Caldwell got something in common there. Well, see, I was gonna say <laughs> we I, got something in common. Um, I want to say this about Scott. Then I have to agree with him. Then I retract my last statement about Moncrief because I feel the same way about Marquise Lee. He wasn't healthy at first, dropped a lot or whatever. He, he dropped a lot of balls tiger. and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> and then like Bortles playing well has never coincided with Lee except that little stretch in the middle of the year last year for the Jags and. They they were great. So I think that Marquis Lee would have, like you said, more touted coming out anyways. He was supposed to be top two pick if he would have came out the year before. Can somebody explain so, to me how in the hell Marquis Lee went from a speedster to a damn possession wide receiver? Because the Jazz couldn't play him over the top because we don't have anybody to play the slot. But now that we got Austin Safarian and Jenkins, he can go over the top like he's supposed to. I guess. So, and then plus, Keelan Cole is going to open Cole's it up. Better yeah, I'm exactly. Exactly. Keelan, Keelan Cole's exactly. going to open it up better than either one of those guys. So, Moncrief, uh, that's another thing, too. Moncrief is going to go over the top. And they paid Moncrief $9 million, 100% guaranteed too much for money. one season. Too much money. I mean, I'd rather pay him $9 million for one season than pay a big contract Allen Robinson. That's true. Allen Robinson so. can walk. You can eat rocks, bro. Right. Enjoy Chicago. Especially with the way they built this It's cold up there, too. Yeah. Damn right. It's cold up there, too. Line. Yeah. And Austin Sparrow and Jenkins is going to have a major role in this offense. I don't think he's going to be yeah. tight end one overall. I don't think enough. this offense well, is capable of producing a tight end one overall. <laughs> However, <laughs> I do think he's going to have a big Listen. season. So what's what's the close? What's the quarterback's best friend? Who's the closest to the ball besides the quarterback? Okay, is Blake Bortles Tom Brady? No, well, it's going to be the tight end. What complements a, a, a tight end game? A play action game? What complements a play action yes. game? I'm saying he's going to have a big year. He's going to have a big year. You're completely right on that. He's going to be a major role in this offense. He's just not going to be. Pushing for the tight end one overall. I said it was a bold prediction. Jags had number bold six. Bold prediction. Number six ranked offense in the league last year with garbage. We didn't have anything. Yeah, the best offensive line in of football. You think so? That's what that's everybody thinks. Nah, that's that's I mean, crazy. No, but like a lot of numbers say the Jaguars had a hell of an offensive, offensive line. Offensive line is a weird thing to but rate because there's no stats. 
So you have to look with your eyes, and I ain't see that. I didn't see that either because they weren't able well, to they, run they, the ball they, when they needed to. There you go. Absolutely. They based on pro football focus, how, right. the, how the offensive right. line ranks per position, for their position. Right. So Hey, um, shout out to Tony Baselli because me and you feel the same way about pro football focus. Whatever. You're so disrespectful. Like top 100. Yeah. Top, it's, well, it's, it's better than top 100. <laughs> it is better than there top is, 100. There is, I mean, there's certain elements to it, but at the same time, they don't know everybody's Position who you supposed job. to be blocking, right. right? My thing about t- and when you rate an O line, O line is like an old school rating system for me. You have to look with your eyes, and when I look with my eyes, I did not see a top ten O line last year. They were good. It's just like Scott said, they were really good. But dude, when it's time to run the ball, like in the Patriots versus the championship and for the AFC championship, run the damn ball, but, man. But see, that, but see, that was the problem. We couldn't run the ball. That was our only issue. That really killed us because. That's why we got in the world when we wanted to run the ball and we needed to run the ball. The Patriots like, oh, we know y'all want to run the ball. You are not going to run, run the ball, ball on us, and, and, and that's why we. Lost. And if you're a good O-line, one of the reasons we lost, be able to impose your will. So I'm straight yeah. on so that. So that's that's why I'm firmly all in to see if Al Gurbelos because I think they're going to try to stop that run and then right. see and make court, and then, big Bortles beat them. Yeah, yeah, he'll hit them over top with yeah, so, so if Bortles can do that. I am on firm belief that Jaguars have a good shot to make the Super Bowl. All right, so a big thing in fantasy football is handcuffing your starting running back. Mm. That's a starter, right? Mm-hmm. To handcuff him. T.J. Yeldon, baby. Which back are you guys picking? T.J. Yeldon. Normally, I would say T.J. Yeldon. This year, I would say Corey Grant. See, I, I'm going to keep riding with T.J. Go. I think, Corey, I think Corey Grant this year with this offense, and we'll see a little bit more when training camp starts. We're running, by the way, Flag Family, I'm going to try to get these guys go out there, but they they white, they need sunscreen. But I'm going to go out to some training <laughs> camp games so I can let you know. I'm black, really I'm black, on. and it's hot as hell. Well, Why you, we got to go to a damn you, training I, camp I, game? I work on my tan, so let's You light like skin, my brother, but. Shut if, up. I, we'll see better when the training camp like actually. Yeah. It <laughs> 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 will see better when training camp starts and we start seeing some of the plays and stuff like that, but. All I've been hearing is that the focus is on Corey Grant this year. And Corey Grant is going to be our Darren Sproles. And I'm not talking about new Darren Sproles. I'm talking about old school Darren Sproles with the Chargers type Darren Sproles. And if they run that with Corey Grant, which you've seen a preview of it in the AFC Championship game, he's going to take over that spot from TJ, man. Because See, this... I disagree. <laughs> Me too. I, I think, Three I think, disagrees. I think Corey Grant will have a role. Mm-hmm. I think he'll be a change of pace guy. I mm-hmm. think he'll get more play. Than TJ does when Yeldon is or when Fournette is healthy. But if Fournette goes out, TJ steps into the Fournette role, and then uh, Corey Grant probably Corey stays like, in, in the Corey same Grant's role that he's going like to have. The, uh, even the with catching I completely agree. He's, right. he's a Duke. He's a Duke Johnson of that mm-hmm, team. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he's that type of player. But see, here's my thing about TJ Yeldon, and this is me being an extreme Jag fan, right? He ain't got it. I don't care if he did have a decent oh, year last year. God. He ain't got it. I'm so also, sick when, of doing when did, it. When did the team actually have a I solid think, offensive line? I that's true. He's, I mean, he's a solid player. Yeah, TJ, stop if being, he, stop being he, so damn disrespectful to TJ. If you use him as a spell back, okay. But to me, with Fournette, that's why I would have drafted Sony Michelle or Nick Chubb at that spot instead of who we drafted. But here's why. You like Michelle better than Chubb? Oh man, I kind of do. I kind of, I kind of like Sonny Michelle. I, I'm okay with the Taven Bryan pick now, but I would. Oh yeah, we. Michelle. Oh yeah, we killed that Taven yeah, Bryan pick really when it first happened. But as I'm we okay kind of mellowed down and got out our but feelings, it was. A I would have drafted one of those running backs because here's why: you already got two seven right, mm-hmm. and he is a monster or whatever. But. Like like Matt said, they're gonna crowd that box, man. Yep. They're gonna crowd that box and, and two seven gonna get tired. But see, this is why I'm trying to tell you don't jump off the um yelled and bandwagon, cause yeah, 
Fournette looks nice and all this other stuff. And yeah, um, your boy can run really fast, 3-0. But I hate to burst your bubble. You know what you know what coaches like? Guys who block on third down and he catch the ball in the backfield. And that's what TJ TJ Yeldon probably does that better than all of them picking up blitzes and and helping in the backfield that way. I always called TJ Yeldon Le'Veon Bell light. Yeah. I always thought his skill set was very similar to Le'Veon Bell. If you could ever get opportunity with a good offense and maybe drop a little bit of weight. I really thought he could he could produce in fancy. He is a free agent this next summer, so I'm really excited and looking forward to where he goes in 2019. But well, I, I hope so um, that he's Le'Veon Bell, like because I thought that when they drafted him too, I was like, oh, this is great. We got a freaking start running back in the second round. But he just never it never came to fruition. He doesn't have that like killer mentality. Right. That I feel like running backs need to have. I don't think he puts his shoulders down up. enough. Right. Right. He runs too upright. Yeah. Right. Speaking of losing weight, uh, Fournette is dropping weight, so that's uh, that's that, that's a huge thing for me. Huge. I love it when running backs are losing weight. Yeah. He's going from two forty down to two twenty five. Which is ridiculous he's because he's be already a monster, yeah, and right. he he's last right. year he was the fastest running back in the NFL. Right, several times. Yeah, fantasy so. fantasy wise, how do you guys feel about Fournette? I wish he could catch the ball a bit more. Okay, he he does catch the ball. He just doesn't look natural at it. He looks mm-hmm. a little bit robotic, I think. But from fantasy perspective and even dynasty perspective, he's up there. Um, you would have your big four or five guys, you know, the Camaras. I'll the, drop him the first round. The okay. David Johnsons, okay. the Gurleys, the Bells, and then he's very next right after. That fool caught every single – I looked this up, bro. He caught every freaking ball right. all season. But use your eyes. Until the oh. championship <laughs> game when he's running into the end zone and he freaking whips on the ball that Bortles puts right on his hands. Did he put it right on his hands? Did he put it right on his hands? Stretch your hands out and catch the ball and run in the end zone. Let's go. Did he look natural with it or did it look a little bit He looks awkward. He looks awkward. It looks awkward. He catches it. but As long as you catch it, I don't care. Just catch the ball. Like, it don't matter some, if you're natural. There's some fluidity. Okay, if you, like, bobbling. Yeah, if you bobbling and you catch Massage every ball, you still catching every ball. But see, once again, me being kind of new to this whole fantasy thing, I just think T.J. Yeldon is going to get a lot of those catches out of the backfield. I personally think that. Yeah, I think they're going to I think they're going to start off trying to do the Corey Grant thing. and then You really think Corey Grant, old, huh? Old, old, old fuddy-duddy football guys, freaking Dave Caldwell and Tom Coughlin, they're going to end up going to T.J. Yeldon because he looks more that's like what a I'm tra- that's, what, that's what I'm trying to tell you. The yeah. Jaguars are going to be more of a four-net, which is old-school football, and T.J. Yeldon, who picks up the blitz. That's why I well, think it's going to be You listen to Matt and Scott on this well, one, guys, and on, pick up a Safarian Jenkins and Moncrief. Yeah. So, but, <laughs> but to uh, go on to what you how I – Based off running backs in fantasy, uh, mm-hmm. I base when I look at a running back, I base on the number of touches I'm expecting him to get. Okay. I still see Fournette's getting 15. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. He, oh he, oh, oh, he, oh, he, oh, he, yeah. Oh, oh, they gonna run that thing yeah. down your throat with Fournette. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. I have him in maybe eight, not eight, seven, six area. I mean, I wouldn't end like right. the first round because despite the bare, per workload, if he stays healthy, he's gonna be a yeah. stud. So that offense is gonna back. flow through Fournette. I just hope he doesn't have a Ty Gurley sophomore year. Oh, no, I, I don't think that cause, because it's, it's still still same offensive coordinator, still same offensive mindset. Todd Gurley was kind of going through an offense. Yeah, change. there you go. That's yeah. it. Per- so, Jeff uh, Fisher will ruin your career. Like, oh, yeah, Jeff Fisher will ruin your career. did say, thank God for Sean McVay on his breakout season. So Sean McVay is a really yeah. good part of Again, that Jeff Fisher, hot Buddha garbage. Uh, the tr- most overrated coach in NFL history. Y- How you're tra- did you keep you're trash. How, Sway? How did you keep a How? job, Sway? That's May you forever dwell in obscurity, sir. Well, let's continue on. In Wyoming, wherever sorry, the hell you are. Yeah, I'm about to say, that's yeah. Jaguar Tennessee hate right there. I'm sorry, yeah. y'all. Continuing on to the uh, – you want to say No, I, I still want to stay on the Jaguars. I no, I'm not. Continuing okay. on the Jaguars, 
uh, the band, uh, the train. Um, so on Facebook, you guys been uh, doing a little Mount Rushmore. Jalen Ramsey said it'd be my face, four different expressions of Mount Rushmore. <laughs> so I want to do a little game. First game I want to do is uh, each of us go through our Jags t Mount Rushmore, okay? And then I want to do like a uh, Mount Rushmore for just NFL players with guidelines of only can be one quarterback and has to be at least one defensive player. Then I want to do a fantasy Mount Rushmore. I, I love that fantasy Mount Rushmore because, yeah. once again, not really a fantasy guy. I want to I'm interested to see what yours is going to be. Yeah. I want to hear what's on the fantasy Mount Rushmore. Like, who are the greatest fantasy football players of all time? That's going to yeah. be dope. So okay. It's going to be pretty exciting. So, let's first, let's just do the, the Jags Mount Rushmore because you guys kind of have like a Facebook mm -hmm. debate on – Who's Mount Rushmore is so, uh, Bud and Anthony, you guys can open up. Okay, I'm too. I'm I'm gonna hit you with this. I got uh I got Freddie T. Okay, that was okay. number one. I got Mark Brunel. Awesome. I got Big Bo. Okay. And I'm gonna end it off with Jay Smooth, Jimmy Smith. That's my Mount Rushmore. Okay. All right. Any, if any, I was any doing disagreements on that. Yes. Uh, if I was doing it or whatever, Fred T. Uh huh. Right. Absolutely. Big Bo. Uh huh. For sure. Right. And then after that, I'm gonna go with Jalen Ramsey. Because no, here's why. Here's why. <sighs> Regardless of the fact that he needs seven more years or whatever, dude is a Hall of Fame cornerback. It's already. It's I mean, a, I love. Hall of Fame I, I love King. He's a Hall of Fame cornerback. I love King Ramsey okay, first. So and I think he's going to be a Hall of Famer, but right now. If you don't want me to look into the future? No. Then that's fine. Thank you. Exactly. Exactly. Dude, that dude is. That dude he's is, a beast. That dude's a beast. Oh, and just for the record, but, he's coming in the best shape of his life right yeah, now. That dude's that dude's a beast. He's but, in training, right. So, so he's since we're not we're not predicting the future, which by the way, I'm the black swami or whatever. But <laughs> so the Fred, swam. Fred, Big Bo, right? Mm -hmm, yeah. And then I would also go Jay Smooth. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's that's all cool. And then I would put Tom Coughlin. Okay, I like that. Because like he matters. Man, you ain't tell me we can do coaches. You know, we only got we're just doing players. You ain't like you was going to put Jack yeah. Del Rio up you, there. You, know, you always think you're smarter because than me. I hate yeah, when you nah, do stuff like you that. You know, like I just – Jimmy Smith – my thing about Mark Brunel as a Jag fan – You better, I don't know watch, how you better watch your mouth. Like don't you disrespect Mark Brunel yeah, before you I start talking. Like in his latter years, I don't uh, like – Contribute him to Jacksonville anymore. He he sold out on us on ESPN. Okay, very said true. We were going to sell the team when we weren't or whatever. He when he was on ESPN, he was often anti-Jag. Unlike Tony Baselli when he did his little Fox run, where he was too Jag that they fired him. You know what I'm saying? Hey man, peer pressure. And man. also like, dude, like your stats ain't gonna hold up because Bortles coming for him. Even if it's garbage time, you still ain't gonna have the all-time stats. So whatever, your right. average quarterback. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do a little bit different. I'm gonna put up. Uh, a P, uh, persons or persons on here that I want to do your thoughts on. So, okay, go ahead. Obviously, so I'm going to do Tony Brasselli because mm -hmm. cool. mm -hmm. he kind of really he was the first pick of that franchise. He'll be the first Jaguar Hall of Famer. First Jaguar yeah. Hall of Famer. Should have been in last year. Uh, Should have been two years And he's ago. from USC yeah. too, which well, SC? California. I'm going to go Mark Brunel because I think with the quarterback, he was the first quarterback that really brought the team to the AFC Championship. He had that great years in the 90s. Twice. Twice. <laughs> Lost twice. But Damn. The point. Why you got to <laughs> Why y'all so petty Boy, over there? Oh my god! Got to make it one more time to time, uh, but <laughs> expansion team. And they make Jimmy it. Jimmy Smith because he's arguably one of the greatest receivers yeah. of all time. Okay. When he retired, regardless of his arrest and everything, also should retired, be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, he was what he was like Trello and Stanton. Yeah, at the time. yeah. And fourth, I'm gonna go with the Weavers because look at the Weavers. All right, okay. his list no. is completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> completely wrong. You left off the best players. <laughs> you left them off. Listen, listen, listen. listen. What the Weavers done for Jacksonville really kind of like 
they, they put they, they gave, they gave a Jack Sparrow franchise. They they did they did they did great work with the hospitals and everything yes, like that. Yes, very they're, true. They're really good with the community and everything. And and Shaq Khan's better owner. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Maybe the better owner, but he wanted to be an owner without the Weavers. I mean, the Weavers put Jacksonville on the map. They, they they're the reason when they got the Super Bowl here and everything like that. So I think you got to put Weavers on the map. Right the now. only reason why I'm a, I'm this is a good reason I'm a backup Matt on the Weaver thing. Like I said, I went straight players, but for the Weavers, because you have to understand, they did not have to sell that team to Shotgun. They could have sold that team to anybody else, and we could be the Jacksonville yeah. whatever right now. Not the Jacksonville whatever, you'd be the London something. <laughs> they, they sold it. They sold it on the contingency that he had to stay here. So that's pretty. Try to make it work. So that so that's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. He made it work. So first of all, your Mount Rushmore is complete trash because you left <laughs> off the best player in Jaguar history, Fred Taylor. How do you leave him off? Yeah, Fred Taylor is the best. Like, you got to start with Fred. Fred is number one. He's the only player that okay. we've ever had that's dynamic. New head. <laughs> Fred Taylor. Fred Taylor is He is super dynamic. Right. But, and then, uh, obviously, Fred Taylor is on mine. Tony Bastelli is going to be on mine. And then it's just a matter of two of the three between MJD, uh, Jimmy Smith, and Mark Brunel. See, John- nobody else did MJD. I'll put MJD on mine. And then, uh, yeah, Jimmy whatever, Smith. MJD. They just trying to get on your show, bro. No, <laughs> yes. no JD's stats, and he doesn't get the love that he had because he was on so many awful teams with Jacksonville. No disrespect, yeah, no disrespect, MJD. Get Penske, get Penske and Dynasty on the show, and please come on the pod, flag on the play. We yeah. do a mega, 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 mega. That'd be cool. I love to go on MJD show, and I would tell him straight up in his face, "You're not on the Mount Rushmore." You will lie. You will lie. What's uh, up? Get like Shy said. Get on the train. He's about to leave the station. You know You'll just take this big old tree trunk of a exactly. Ah, exactly. MJD's man, a big I'm 6'3", uh, 323 pounds. He ain't doing that to me. Yeah, he's he's five four three. Three hundred twenty two pounds. <laughs> you a turkey and I'm a I'm a giraffe. So what's up? <laughs> uh, anyways, so let's 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 follow that up. We'll go back to Jags, but let's do the Mount Rushmore of just the of football. But what, the contingencies are going to have one quarterback and you have at least have at least one defensive player on the Mount Rushmore. Okay. okay? So, ooh, put me on the spot. Okay, here uh, we go. And this is like NFL or for fantasy? Let's do NFL. Then we do fantasy okay. really quick. So, um, I guess I'll open it up. Okay. okay. So, um, for the quarterback, we go with, to me, the GOAT, Tom Brady. Okay, guys, calm down. Okay. Brady! Uh, I'm going to go Jerry Rice. Okay, I'm going to go Lawrence Taylor because he really uh, revolutionized that defense, uh, defense and he gave the right tackle uh, a reason for to uh, live in uh, – the football, and then I'm gonna sum it up probably with uh, Terrell Owens as a, a second receiver, just because I'm a Terrell Owens fan. Actually, no, I'll take that back. I'm sorry, I'll take the back. I'll take. Oh, I can only have one quarterback. That's kind of tough. Terrell Owens is a really good player, I'm though. Terrell Owens. I'm not even mad at you for saying that. Yeah. Terrell Owens is pretty. He's dope. super underrated yeah. at how good he was, just because he had a big mouth. But that dude. Is a really damn good football yeah, player, yeah. and he probably can still play right now at forty something years old. He had a four four. Yeah, the dude a monster, bro. Like the dude can play, so I'm not mad at that. I can go if you want me to. Go for it. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna go quarterback Joe Montana. Okay, because it's Joe Montana, mm-hmm. and he kind of did a thing. I was gonna put Dan Marino, but you ain't win a ship. You got to get one quarterback. Yeah, I was, yeah, and although I don't care about championships, people do. So Joe Montana. Jerry Rice, so there you go, two 49ers up there already. My defensive player, I'm going to put Jim Nitrain Lane 
because I think he changed defense or whatever. That's a Detroit reference for you right there. But that dude, <laughs> like, I know it's really old for some of you guys, but y'all just take five minutes when you get off of this YouTube and go to that YouTube and look at some Night Train Lane stuff. That dude changed defense. He was knocking people. He was killing people, like literally killing people. So Jim Night Train Lane. And then my last player that I would put up there for being, like, really, really good, since I only can have one quarterback and it's Peyton Manning or whatever. So, you know, I can do that. I'll put Jim Brown. Because oh, Jim, oh, Jim, Jim Brown changed the game with running backs too. Like That's he was, true. he was dominating for he was oh, dominating for like Sanders. six years. Oh. Yeah, Barry Sanders. I started to put up there, but I gave him Night Train Lane instead because like, although Barry was like really, really, Take really, really good. Yeah, even though he was really, really, really good or whatever, Jim Brown actually won championships by himself. That's so true. <laughs> I was going to go I'm almost the same as yours. It's Brady Rice LT. And then I was going to do Barry Sanders. So, yeah. So, you guys hit all my guys there. Okay. I'm going to hit y'all with Peyton Manning. Okay. Then I'm going to hit y'all with, because y'all are very disrespectful. I don't say how y'all didn't do this. Prime time. Oh, D. Prime time. Okay. I got. Whoa! Oh, my God. Is it an earthquake? Sweet mother of Jesus. Deion overrated? No, no, no. He's an awesome player, Hall of Fame player. I think he's a little bit overrated because of his his stance on his TV show now. So he stays into the general consensus. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. No, okay. Oh, that's, okay. that's my whole point. Not say calling him a player. You say everybody was like, he's, oh, my just, God. I walk off this show. We watched the episode. He's been overrated because of his stance on the ESPN Yeah, because, I mean, like I said, Dion kind of makes me mad, too, with his stuff on TV, especially how he be trying to – I feel like he try, be trying to make fun of five and stuff like that. Yeah. And I feel like he didn't show the Jaguars enough love. He damn show a good show. player, though. But yeah. right now I got, I got Peyton Manning. I got Dion. I'm gonna hit you with some something like we talking about. People change the game. Randy Moss is ridiculous. Yeah, what Randy, Randy Moss, Randy Moss did good. was just nasty. And my last one, oh my goodness, who am I gonna hit you with? Blah, 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 blah. Can't do another quarterback. Uh, Jerry Rice, because it's easy to say Jerry Rice. Yeah. <laughs> but before, I just want to just a quickly quick discussion really quick. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Randy Moss, in your opinion, change first, the game. Yeah. first battle Hall of Fame. Yes, he should have been. He, first ballot, easy. Uh, he, he, he was. He yeah. was. First yeah, full of it. Kind of had the same mouth as Trell. So you think Trell's a first ballot Hall of Famer? Yes, yes. easy. Okay. I don't. I think it's disrespectful. It, it, yeah. I'm not even mad at Terrell Owens for not wanting to do the speech thing because the Terrell Owens thing, here's my thing, and I'm just going to go on a quick rant, not a long one, mm-hmm. but here's my thing about the NFL that really pisses me off or whatever, right? It's so many double standards, and they play so many games with people or whatever, right? So you got somebody like um, Stallworth, the wide receiver who played for the Browns and played for the Saints and some other teams. Or whatever he got a DUI. Was like, oh, he didn't kill somebody. Yeah, he no, he literally somebody. he killed somebody. Yeah, and he literally was welcomed with like open arms back into the league. Orlando Pace also got a DUI, Lamar Slaughter charge or whatever. He was back in the league, right? Terrell Owens was an arrogant dude who did push-ups in front of his house, and we hate him. And I, I just don't. Understand and once again, that. that's a, another that's a thing. Terrell, Terrell Owens is so arrogant and all this other stuff. Terrell Owens broke his frigging leg and came back to the Super Bowl and ball. It was more of a man than McNabb in that Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. And and just for the record, that Super Bowl was here in Jacksonville. And, yes, McNabb was all around Jacksonville partying before the Super Bowl and throwing up. Just FYI. Yeah, that's true. But my thing is with T.O., it's just the double standard. I don't don't play the whole double standard thing, dude. If you ball, you ball. For Hall of Fame stuff, it's it's not the Hall of Good Attitude. It's not the Hall of Really Nice. It's the Hall of Fame based on what you contributed to the game. And the man is one of the greatest receivers of all time. Put him in the Hall of Fame. 
bunch of old white right. men. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, we <laughs> need to, we need to change. We got to oh, change. Oh, you don't oh, you don't do me an interview. Every time you do an interview, he's real mean. I don't like you. No, just go strictly by the numbers. Just do That's the facts. Yeah. That's what it should be. Well, I don't even say it's go strictly by the numbers because then you got Tony Baselli who didn't do it for a long right. portion of time. Yeah. So you need to a, little, a sprinkle of common sense. Right. A spr- a sprinkle of some common sense. Or just I don't know, let the players vote on it. No, no, this is And this right is, now it's a hard time too cuz the game changed. Right. This, this a year. lot of it. Yeah. There's so many more passing games that are just in This the is how I do it. If I, I, I someone said, gives me a name and I, I, I think of the person, I go Hall of Famer like that. Yep. Yeah, if you can't do it in two seconds, Terrell Owens, Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Right. Yeah. That's how I do it. Tom Brady, Hall of Fame. Joe Montana, Hall of Fame. That's how, that's how, I, that's how it should be. Philip Rivers, Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Okay. Yeah, if you have to think, they're not a Hall of Famer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If, it's not, if it's not like clear cut, then you I always look at it as if the dude transcended the game. Like if, if he's like one of the dudes in that era where you think like, I can't think of this era without thinking of this guy. Mm-hmm. Then he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Phillip Rivers may not have won a ring or anything yeah, like that. But you ain't thinking about the last 15 years of football without thinking of Phillip Rivers. Same yeah. thing I said about Eli, too. Yeah. Eli, Eli's a Hall of Famer. Eli, it is what it is. Eli B. All jokes aside. Be e- first Eli B. Was a part of beating one of the greatest NFL teams yeah. of all yeah. time. Yeah. Nobody gave them a chance against the Patriots. I and they won. Well, there was gum on his helmet. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh and like, and like my homeboy just told me. Twice Eli did that thing. Twice. I don't see how Eli's any different than freaking Terry Bradshaw. Yeah. yeah. They the same dude. Same dude. Like, whatever. Terry Bradshaw all of him or something. Yeah. I love the opinion Philip Rivers is a much better quarterback than Eli Manning. He is. He, he is. just got stuck he with is. No, it's not even close. And that was his, his Super Bowl position is the Los Angeles Chargers, so we'll see. We might get that. He might get that. Mm. But he has to go to the Jackson and do that. But um, I want to talk about the Jaguars' schedule. Let's talk about the Jaguars' schedule, too. Oh, fantasy, fantasy um, Mount Rushmore. We can do that. We can close that okay. up. Okay. We can close that up. Okay. You want to do that now? Or you want to yeah, do fantasy on Rushmore. I'm just, re- I just really want it because obviously okay. I just fantasy. I want to hear what's right, Mount so Rushmore. Here's what I'm basing the Rushmore for for fantasy. Okay, I'm going for like players that had uh, one or two great seasons that kind of mm-hmm. like changed. Like, like if you had them, you won. It's like that. And then, and then there's some you can base off duration, but I, I can kind of be more like one or two years where they kind of really just killed it. Okay. Okay. So Scott, do you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, clear cut, Ladainian Tomlinson. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to go for, char- for the Chargers, right? Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. I mean, the Jets, Ladainian Tomlinson wasn't, you know, world beater. Um, <laughs> Antonio Brown is absolutely on there. Mm. Peyton Manning might be the best fantasy quarterback of all time. Oh, wow. Some put him on there, and then just because it changed the way you value the position, Rob Gronkowski. Okay. Okay. So okay, I'm going to start with Sean Alexander. Did not see that coming. You say Sean Alexander. Sean Alexander, he kind of he was like the first running back to really kind of like Seattle Sean Alexander. Yeah, Sean Alexander wow. had like the twenty what twenty something record breaking touchdowns. Yeah, and then LT broke it the next then year. LT yeah. broke it, but he really was the first running back to really kind to step it up and kind yeah. of put fantasy running backs on really on the map. Um, now I'm gonna go with agree with you, Peyton Manning. He's arguably the he can be considered one of the great quarterbacks. He's definitely one of the greatest fantasy, specifically with the Denver Broncos. He had like the 55 touchdowns that really. Or the 50 with or the 50. Indy. Indy, yeah, he was really just, just, just really. Man, Peyton killed it. Good uh, God. I agree with Scott with uh, Antonio Brown because with the duration, he a lot of people don't know. Do you guys know he was on that Super Bowl team with uh, Green Bay? He was on that team. That's how long he's been in the NFL. Wow. He was a kick returner on that team. 
Damn, yeah, he yeah, was. Damn, actually. yeah. So uh, the, from where he started, he was like, what, six-rounder, six-round pick. He was a very late pick. He worked on – he wasn't the fastest guy. He runs a 4-5, same as Kamara. He okay. ran a 4-6. Four, 4-6. Six, four, six. He's, he's not smooth, though. Yeah, he's, he's, he's smooth. He's smooth. Well. Yeah. And he has the, one of the most purest hands, okay? Um, I was debating between him and Larry Fitzgerald in terms of just where I want to put him, but I have him because he's doing it on a much uh, higher basis. He's been consistent. Wide receiver he just one. had the quarterback. Yeah, the quarterback. And – um, I'm gonna finish up with the probably Scott's gonna disagree with me on this, but I'm gonna go with the Seattle's defense between 2000, 2010 and 2000. You can't <laughs> put a defense on sure because he that defense I won twice. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't put a defense on it. But if I, if I can't put a defense on it, I will probably put um, just thinking up right now. Probably put. Uh, Odell probably get Odell up there too because I was about to say how do you go back and look at like because obviously you guys broke down the numbers perfectly for like the players how could you go back and look at the best fantasy defense I guess numbers wise like so, this is one of the greatest fantasy defenses of all time so if, a lot of people overlook the kickers and the defense mm-hmm. in fantasy for and, good reason for, <laughs> <laughs> the, difference, the difference between the number one scoring defense and the number 12 scoring defense is very slim plus a lot of times you think a defense is going to be number one and they're number 20. So you yeah. get defenses that come <laughs> out of nowhere true. That's happened to me year. several but times. <laughs> but between 2011, 2013, 14, the Seahawks were consistently one of the top defense. I personally beat Scott several times at defense. Um, once, but that's all I'm not. That's And the entire... Entirety of our league, I think I'm 13 and one against you. With oh man, doesn't matter. Ooh. But I do score the second highest points in that week. I mean, that's that I mean, that's kind of like how Steve Spurrier say about Florida State. Well, you know, Florida State might beat me on the them, but beat them in one account. Yeah, that's it. Beat them <laughs> in one account. Beat them in one account. I um, I, I I you know, I think that fantasy. I'm with Sky. I, I, it's like winning in, in real football when you like don't draft the kicker, dog. What are you doing? Like don't draft the kicker. Right. I would rather stream a defense than be tied to one defense all season. Yeah. Like I don't would rather draft, just stream don't. it and play the Browns like, every other. I can week. I can care less about defenses when I play. Wait a fantasies, minute. But so, I've only won two championships ever. So. so you telling me I'm not I'm not drafting Lambo in fantasy? <laughs> no, nah, you don't draft the oh, kicker. Oh, dog. okay. Lambo will be <laughs> there. If you draft the kick, you draft the kick in the very last last round. play. Yeah. So, if you're in the last round and nobody's there that even matters draft a kicker and I still would draft a running back right there I had Greg Zerline <laughs> as my kicker in the title game he went on the eye with his back injury I brought in Josh Lambeau lost by six damn. oh damn damn. damn kickers are people kickers too man Lambeau's pretty damn good kicker in real football though yeah, so it, yeah. I, mean, See, I just guessed the wrong guy <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's just a kicker whatever <laughs> um I, I'll do one real quick so I'll go with the two modern ones real quick um Peyton Manning LT because both of those guys, um, Tomlinson and Manning, ever since I've been playing modern fantasy, where they keep track of it on Yahoo um, and stuff Yahoo. like that. Yeah. Ever since they've been doing that, those two dudes, I just remember being unstoppable, right. period, point blank. And then I'll go old school for all the old fantasy junkies that's watching this. Back when we used to have to write it down with pencils and stuff like we did in college because we were lame. Um, I'm going to go Dan Marino. Because Dan Marino used to put up some sick fantasy numbers. Comparatively to the rest of the position yeah. at the time. My first right. time playing fantasy ever was with a bunch of nerds um, when I was in ninth grade in 2000. And we didn't have, like, the internet fantasy keeping stuff. So we we had this one dude named um, Davis. Did Pager still back then? Yeah, we didn't. <laughs> we didn't have that. We had Nokia's with the snake on it. Oh, Nokia. Oh, I love yeah. that damn. you go to the flea market and you take off the face. Yeah, yeah we had them. All of my friends who I played like fantasy football with. Um, <laughs> yeah, they all had Confederate flag Nokia's because they got them from Ramona Flea Market. But anywho. Um, Shut up. Yeah, Dan Marino used to put up some crazy numbers or whatever. And then Jerry Rice, too. 
Because Jerry Rice back in the day for all the 90s and 80s fantasy players. Because fantasy football has been around a long time. I was just about to say. I know it started off fantasy baseball, but right. it's been I, around a long time. I was just about to say. I'm, popcorn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way back in the day. Popcorn leagues. Because I'm, yeah. fa- I'm fantasy and li- illiterate. When did fantasy football even like start starting? 70s. Like, Shut up. Yeah, Seriously. they've been doing it. And then yeah, you get a pen and paper, take everything from the newspaper, fax really in your lineups. Wow. Like, back in the day, your GM I, 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 was, was like crazy. a legit guy. Wow. He would actually have to look at all the bot scores and then do all the math and stuff like that. Because that's, that's crazy. That is sad. Shout out to Davis Griffin, who used right. to do that for us in ninth grade. I would have <laughs> never thought that. It really shot in popularity when we got the internet. So probably around yeah. 2003, 2004. Yeah, because okay. 2000, yeah. we had the internet. But that's, 2000 is still old school internet. So right. it did. It wasn't fast. Yeah. It wasn't Windows logo. Yeah. And only nerds in 2000 play fantasy football like your boy. So, like, yeah. So, Davis Griffin, shout out to you, man, for doing all those stats. And I'm pretty sure you cheated on me with it because, like, I, I don't think that you kept the stats correctly. But I do remember, like, it was real legit uh, keeping the stats and having to do all the math. And he would spend hours on it every, like, Tuesday. Right. I ain't gonna lie. Maybe it's the Brady fan in me, but if I was running that league back then, I'd have fudged some of those numbers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dang, I went thirteen and zero. Uh, I lost by two points. Nah, I got a sack right yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Looks like I won again. Yeah. Actually, like I would probably just find different news sources just to see if I could find some discrepancies with yeah. the stats, and then I'll just change the news source that week to whatever. Whatever it happened. Yeah. yeah. Hey, they're like it. I'm looking it up. I think he still does that now, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's all computerized. It's Thanks, automatically John. done. Um, but I wanted to get into the Jaguars' schedule a little bit because um, I'm of the belief that the Jaguars are a better team this year than they were last year. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. going to have a worse record. Yeah, they have a really. I, I disagree. Schedule. I don't think so. The first of all, let the, me explain you. Can go I ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So Elizabeth, you got, what? You got, you got two games against Andrew Luck. Okay. Right? Now I know you beat them twice last year, and I don't think the Colts have a great roster, but Andrew Luck's the best quarterback in your division. I think that's hands down. You got two games against Deshaun Watson, who, I mean, when he played in the, that seven-game sample size we had in Deshaun Watson, it was insane. So if he's able to play like that for an entire season, With I don't think Hopkins. so. I don't think so. Oh, 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 okay. That's going to be tough. You got two games against Mariota. He's a better quarterback than Blake Bortles. I think Blake Bortles is a fine quarterback. I think he's the worst quarterback in that division just because the other three are really good. All right, now you got to play the NFC East. you got to play the Cowboys. But they're a better team this year. W. you got you got to play Philadelphia. They just won the Super Bowl with their backup quarterback. In London, going to be tough. Play the Redskins, who are a solid team with Alex Smith, I think they upgraded quarterback, and I don't think they de- de- you know downgraded from Kirk Cousins. W. And then you got the Giants, who I think are a dark horse candidate to Week go to one. Super Bowl. Week one. And then you have um, with Helio Del. the Chiefs, who went to the playoffs last year. The Steelers, who, you know, there's a strong history with the Jaguars and Steelers. The Patriots. All those games that I've named right now are hand or you know, they're toss-ups. I don't think the Jaguars I'd pick to win outright in any of those games. There's only three games left on your schedule. Jets, Bills, Dolphins. So what's the Jaguars record for you? What do you got? What were they last year? 10-6? Mm-hmm. They're probably 8-8, eight 9-7. Eight, See, I, I think disagree. they're a better team. They are a better team, but just because of the way the schedule works out, I don't think they they go uh, ten and six. And they might miss the playoffs. Number one, if you're a good team, you win games. Period. That's if you're a good that's, team. that's yeah. In the words, Jags are a good team. In the words of Uncle Drew, when you're a good team, you get buckets. Yeah, you get buckets. <laughs> yeah, you good team, you win games. So that's number one. So you at least should be ten and six, just because you should be a good team. Here's my thing. I can like some of those games are toss ups. 
The Andrew Luck in the Colts game, cool. Andrew Luck's really good, but he ain't got nobody around him. And the Jags defense is sick, and, and, and their O-line is garbage. And then, let's not forget Andrew Luck coming off a big-time injury. Yeah, Luck's never had anybody around him. And yeah. he's had over a year to heal. And, yeah, but the and, Jags haven't been and this Luck, good. And Luck has uh, – the Colts got the one of the greatest offensive talents I've personally ever seen come out of the, dra- uh, out of the draft. And I forgot the guy's name. What's the guy you got to, that you drafted? No. He ain't that great if you got his name. No, uh, what's the guy's name? The Colts? Uh, the center that they Quentin Nelson? Yes, I think, yeah. The guard? Yeah. Quentin okay. Nelson. The guard is going to okay. change. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah they, say he's, they, no, they say he's a, they say he's a really gonna, good guard. That's going to help the, the offensive line. See, that's why I think, Colts. like, the Colts, I give me two wins with the Colts. I give you the benefit of the doubt and say split with the Texans, even though I don't think we're going to split with the Texans. Well, you're but I'm kind of. two against Titans, so I'm, tr- I'm, I'm, that I'm, I'm trying to, yeah. I, so we're not going to be old. Titans are taking a step back no, because not. here's no, why. No, they're not. Number one, I was just talking to Matt about this. I think Mariota's a little overrated or I whatever. Think he's overrated. I, 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 I don't think, I think he's, he's very mortal. I don't. He may be, but I don't think he is as good consistently as he should well, be. If you're going to do the same argument with Blake Bortles about he didn't have a team around him, you got to do the same argument with Mariota. Well, man. what's the team that they put around him that makes him so much better this year? Dude, the Titans owned you guys last year. They owned you last year. They added. Do you remember Lewis when he ran for like 90 plus yard touchdown the one year? First game. Yeah, I remember that. Not, I'm, I'm telling you this. At, it's burning honestly, I mean, I'm not going to put on my Jaguar blockers for the Titans game, but I tell you, at the very least, we're going to split. That, that, I don't think I we say, split. I, I think, think we so. split. I don't think split. you can say you're going to split. First game, Titan. they whooped our ass. Second game, we didn't care. So, I, I, I think... didn't care, but they still dominated. After, after the Jags made the playoffs with that Texans game, I don't think they tried for the rest of that season because the the, the, the San Francisco game was weird. We had never played like that all season. But it's West Coast. We, yeah, for like, some yeah, ungodly reason, we, Coast, we, right? we yeah. cannot play on the West Coast. And then I don't when know we why. got to that Titans game, it was cold, and I just think they was like, yeah, let's just go home. We'll play y'all next week because they thought for sure they were playing. They the wanted they, they want want them. No, the Jaguars said, we want to play Tennessee. Yeah, they want to play Tennessee. So, why they want to Tennessee? Hell if I know, and then but they want Tennessee. When it comes to the NFC East, we're beating the Redskins. I'm not even – yes, they're better with Alex Smith or whatever, but no. Nah, I'm not giving the Redskins the benefit of the doubt. I'm they beat the tough Jack. game. Uh, yeah. I think in the NFL, pretty much every game is a tough game because it's any given so Sunday. Going what Scott yeah. said, there's really only three games you can like, say. Oh, he's like, sure. only slam dunk. You yeah. only got right. three, three right. slam dunks. So now yeah. you're fighting the rest of your season. Yeah. So, but but it, but with that defense, the it should be a, easy, a, a pretty yeah. decent fight. What Scott said, the AFC South to me is probably one of the most competitive divisions. Definitely, and yeah, it's like, bad because every I can see every one of those teams if they get in a run, they can they can win that division. And I the mean, Steelers, and just like if you're going to give the Titans the benefit of the doubt that they beat us twice, so we're not can't say we split on the Steelers can't say they beat us then. Because we beat the crap out of them twice. Right. And just so, both times. So, yeah. So, like, I would I would say Steelers are losing. They ain't beating us. Well, just, and give me the Patriots game, too. The only reason – I'm not saying we gonna, it's a sweep. We, we killing the Patriots. But them boys got some hate for the Patriots. Yeah. And they coming out. That's our home opener. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to be yeah, the Patriots. It's going to be hot in Jackson. The one thing Scott, yeah, they ain't gonna be ready for that. Scott does bring up is that you guys do play the first place teams. So, which is – Yeah. It's going to be a yeah, hot Which is always – if you finish in first place, the schedule's always harder or yeah, whatever. So, but so I, that's why I think yeah. he says it's going to be a little regression. To me, it's going to be based on how well Bortles does. If Bortles does great and does what he did last year, I think the team can go 11 or 5. I still think this division don't. is one – because every year – we think a team's going to be good that's not good, or we think a team's going to be bad that's not bad. Obviously, and injuries play a concern. Some of them get injured. Right, yeah. So, you know, you never know. But I I think this division still gets won at freaking, I don't know, 10 and 6, 11 and 5. I don't think this is the type of 13 and 3 division. Yeah, like, it's it's not that type of division. So, It'll be 10 and 6, 11 and 5. And if it's going to be a 10 and 6, 11 and 5 division, Jags win. How do you guys got the division setting up? 
one, two, three, four. Who's who? What do you guys have? Like division wise, I, got, I say I say most like if you're talking about best divisions. No, 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 not not division. Because like I got because like I got I got Jags, Tennessee, no Texans, no. Colts. That's my that's my division. So I go Jags, Texans, Tennessee, Colts. That's what that's what I say. Okay. I think Colts finish last. I don't think the Colts. Yeah, I don't think. I think the Colts I, 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 might I, get. I, I, Colts are trash. Dude. Yeah, like, I, I don't think Andrew that, Luck. I, agree I think with Andrew you. Luck really is a, Andrew Luck is a man. The rest of that team, I think, is trash. He, he, he can win a game by himself. Bigger. You got them. He bigger. can win a game by himself. He, yeah. Have you seen him with his clothes off? He's like. Have you yeah. seen him throw a baby football? Because that's what I've been hearing him throwing a baby football. I'm waiting for him to stop throwing a Nerf football. Just if the season would have started right now, okay, guys, and just seeing what I see on paper, I'm expecting Deshaun Watson to come out healthy. DeAndre Hopkins, Will Fillers, and to come back. JJ Watson to come back with J. Brown Clowney. I'm putting Texas number one, then Jags, then Colts, and Titans. And see, the, another thing with this AC, you get, you guys have to Titans understand. Last? Yeah. All right, I got Titans winning division, and then Jags. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this too, which y'all Texans love or whatever. ACL. And Deshaun Watson, y'all be careful, man. Not only is he coming off of ACL, but this too. He can't sustain that. Something in football, something called tape. Or whatever, oh, right? Oh, oh, oh. Same thing with Jimmy G right. or whatever. Jimmy G was a beast. Well, he did the same argument from Jackson about how they played the defense because this is the first year the de- defense of Jackson really kind of really exploded in the mainstream. True, but we same didn't have thing. Calais Campbell. But we remember we basically ran the same defense. The only thing we got rid of was Leo. But we ran the same defense and we just dropped the Leo back to a regular Wait, standard you linebacker. Pa- you think Puzz Lesney retiring affects you guys anyway? Yes, it does because yeah, we don't have a middle linebacker. Puzz, he also was that leader. Too, he right? was a coach on the field. But that it's all depending on. I, I think I have a 50-50 uh, percent mind in my mind that Puzz comes back. He might, yeah. Just yeah, miss training I feel camp you. and yeah. slide back in there. He old, but it also depends on how fast Miles Jack pick up middle line. That's what that's what it boiled down to. Because Miles Jack is an incredible athlete. Yeah, incredible. he should be able to pick it up fine. I don't like him because he's from UCLA. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted them to, instead of Ramsey. I wanted them to take Jack at. at oh, by the way, can, me too. And can you guys? Me too. And then we got them both. Awesome. Yeah. Can you guys both just personally thank me because the Cowboys suck in drafting Miles Jack. And Jalen Ramsey should have been on our team. That's so you right. Know what? Real you talk, know what? thank you. Because that whole Jalen Ramsey thing, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. You came yeah. out all right. You got Smith and you got um, the running back. You got Elliot. You got, you, got you got Elliot and then you got Jalen Smith, who was out in the whole first year. Of but when he came in, was he good? He was good. But I'm saying we could have Miles Jack. Same thing. Miles I think. Jack good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He wasn't even Telvin Smith good. Yeah. Yeah. So you're welcome. But if Jalen Smith was healthy, he would have been drafted higher than Miles Jack. So, I mean, yeah, but so just hope that he turns whatever. out to be who I, he's supposed a, to be. It's a frustrating Cowboys fan. They call it. They always try to build from the draft when they can never do anything. Wrong. Yeah, but that's besides the point. But uh, one last thing, we'll talk about the Jags. We got new uniforms in here. Yeah, the unis. What do you guys think of the unis? I have no problem with the uh, uniforms because, like, I try to see. Once again, he's got a problem I'm, with the uniforms. Like oh, them. I'm gonna straighten you out because, like, I try to tell people, you know what those uniforms look like. They look like someone Dude. who's going to play defense and run the ball. <laughs> that's how those uniforms look, and that's why I like them. Here's my problem with the uniforms, okay? It's hot in Jacksonville, <laughs> okay? You can wear freaking black. You can wear black in September and October. No, not with you guys on that. They should have went back to, to te- teal. Teal should have been the primary they, they jersey. Been, the now, that I'll give you. The alternate, but because, like, I remember when the, that like I forgot the game when the, they were wearing teals and everyone in the crowd was wearing teal and it was like beautiful. I was like, oh, it's so amazing. That was the Seahawks game. Oh, well, you know what? So week amazing. two, week two against the Patriots home opener, we'll be wearing white. Yeah, because it's hot as balls. <laughs> so that's, that's what's going to happen. That's we the got thing. seven games in Jacksonville. We give one to London. 
Yeah. Three of those games in Jacksonville are going to be in teal, and probably two more are going to be in white, and they only play two games in black. Yeah. Probably uh, the prime time game But see, that's the thing that I don't like about the uniforms. Number one, they always change uniforms. Like, we want an identity, and it's just like what Scott said. You're going to wear, like, 16 different uniform combinations, so you don't have an identity. Number two, <laughs> or whatever, they look like high school uniforms or college uniforms. They're super plain. They look clean and no nonsense. Yeah, just like Tom Call. Just like the organization. Yeah. Clean yeah, I, and no nonsense. The number one thing they had to do, and they nailed it, they got rid of that gold on the helmet. See, I, I like the that. gold on the helmet. Oh my God. I didn't have be- I didn't have any beef. I, the the helmet was cool to that me. It was awful. all right. With the me. helmets would have been okay with nope. me to switch with the if all black if they would have went with matted. If they would have went with the matted helmets, helmet. it would have been the uniforms would have been sweet. Instead, they did a complete opposite with high gloss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Now we have standard NFL helmets again. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Now we but got, yeah. The unis don't matter. It just matters on how we play. So we'll play well or whatever. The unis will grow on us. People hated the old unis when we first got them. And then after a while, I people... I love these. Yeah, the jerseys. I, 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 yeah, I, I, like, I, I like just that. hated the helmet. Yeah, they the should have just went in an all matted helmets and it would have been fine or whatever. But I think that the unis are just too plain for me. They just like college unis. Not as bad as the Gators when you wore your special unis last year. That was the ugliest. You see them Gator? Yeah, yeah, those are the worst uniforms in college. You want, you want, you want to know why they're the worst uniforms in college football history? Because, ladies and gentlemen, we lost to Texas A and M that game. Yeah, that's why that uniform uh, trash. We win that game, it's like, oh, there's no. You're talking about a football league that has Maryland and Oregon just doing all kinds of crazy stuff in Boise or whatever. And the game is managed out. I don't have a beef with Oregon. I like Oregon on jersey. Y'all like the y'all like crap, but they just have a bad color scheme. Yeah, that's the only reason Maryland gets it is because the guy who owns. Under Armour's from Mary- right. Remember Seattle? I'm about Seattle and all their cool unis. Yeah, I'm not yeah. a big fan of the highlighter uniforms. Oh, like, I, don't, I don't like highlighters. You look like I you're like a construction gray. worker. I, I, I like the gray, the kind of like the, the offset gray they have. Uniforms yeah. are the all about. Sweet. They call yeah. it the wolf gray. Yeah, the, the uniforms gray are all about wins and the yeah. W's and L's. Yeah, like, if you, if you win, win it, it's cool. Your uniforms are sweet. If what you don't, they're ugly. Yeah, like the Pittsburgh Steelers god awful bumblebee. Oh my god, that bumblebee is straight trash. But they win. God, I hate that bumblebee. Same thing with Scott's going to hate me for this, but I think Denver have the ugliest uniforms consistently since they've been in the league. All of them. Them. Oh, oh my all gosh. of them. I think Denver's, Denver's Navy, the LA right there, Super Bowl 32, is my favorite, my second Yo. favorite jersey. My second favorite jersey, my first favorite jersey is Powder Blue Chargers. The fact that John. Oh, Powder Blue Chargers. The Powder Blue Chargers. Super Chargers. The fact that they put John Elway on the side of the Broncos helmet is amazing to me. So shout out to John Elway. <laughs> One time for Donkey hey, Face. He, yeah. he, did, he didn't fit a more perfect organization than the yeah. Broncos. That's how oh, oh, don't forget. Everybody thinks that's a horse. No, that's John Elway, dog. No, actually, once again, you're wrong. <laughs> It's John, it's John Elway on one side and Shannon Sharp on the other. That's it. They bo- both of them, both of them look like Shannon both Sharp. of them look like goddamn horses. Yeah, Shannon Sharp's got that horse nose. Yeah, yeah, both of them look like a damn horse. I was about to say, you know how you know that's not Shannon Sharp on the helmet because ain't no black and miles in his mouth and he ain't got now, no yak. Yeah, you know, let me get my miles and my yak. Get my miles and my yak on skip. That's all. He's talking about miles and yak. Skip, skip. Look at man. He like what's going on? It's from the TV. Oh, you gotta watch. Um, what was that? Um, what's that show called? Um, not first take. But it's yeah. on Fox FS undisputed. undisputed, and all he does, you can really Google, Shannon just Google Shannon Sharp, Sharp with a black and mild. I, I don't like Skip Bayless though. Nobody does. Nobody, nobody. Likes <laughs> nobody. Yeah, he he brings Cowboys fans to give them a bad name. So. Wow, that's crazy because you know Skip loved the Cowboys. I know that's he's yeah, he just 
Uh, ever since he like he always hated he Tony Romo, and he, <laughs> yeah. he hates Tony Romo. He's like, oh, we need to get rid of Tony Romo. Well, like, oh, Tony Romo should be back on the team. He only does that for ratings. I don't, I don't care. He, 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 does, he does. He does. He does shock value. That's all he does. It's true. It's aggravating. Unlike this show, that's gonna give you facts on fantasy. That's right. And sports. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody from the Flag family or whatever. So if you're watching on Flag on the Play, because I think we're about to get out of here, yeah. right? I do one more quick thing, but then we want to get. Okay. Out. If you're watching on Flag on the Play, make sure y'all like and subscribe Please. and hit the notification. button. Button mm-hmm. for Pigskin Dynasty on YouTube and follow them on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And everybody on Pigskin Dynasty, make sure you do the same for us. Mm-hmm. And let's just share the love, man. Let's blow this thing up. Yeah. I just wow. want to do one quick thing. I, I, I'm a big fan of the throwing the flag in the guys on your show, and I want to kind of do that with us. Cool. To the end cool. Of the show. It could be anything sports related, and it could be fantasy related, uh, but. Please, I just want to finish that up. I think that will be a great way to end the show. Just cool. So uh, what Matt's talking about is on our podcast, Flag on the Play, every week we throw a flag on people that's violating the game um, because we got to get that out of there. So, um, yeah, I always win the coin toss and I always defer. So, Bud, go ahead. Throw your flag, baby. And hey, on this week, I would like to throw my flag on Jameis Winston. You are a bloody idiot. And like I said, I'm, I'm obviously a gator. If you cut me right now, I'm orange and blue. But Jameis Winston... You are a dummy. Keep your hands to your damn self, son. That's all I got to say. Jameis Winston, you're in it. Don't, 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 it's hard to it's hard what? to appeal when you the black Donald cause, Trump. Cause guess, cause guess what? Cause guess what, Scott? You know what I can't tell you if you did something you didn't do. You are a grown man, and if you didn't do it, you know what I'm gonna say? I did not do it. I'm appealing because you're wrong. Jameis Winston? Oh, we cool. Yeah. Jameis. I'm good. The whole reason I think he's not appealing it, despite the fact that he's admitting he did it, is he's gonna get suspended for three games. That's $125,000 million. Mm-hmm. Or $125,000 this year. Contracts. Next year, his contract's gonna pay him $20 million. Yeah. So he's going to lose about four or five million dollars over the three games Take it if now. he takes it next Learn year. From it and hope so yeah. lose one hundred twenty-five thousand, and then you, and then whatever. Yeah, right. he, he trash fantasy wise, isn't it? What does he What does he do fantasy no, for you guys? He's, he's, okay, he's good fantasy. Okay, because I, yeah, I didn't know fantasy. Okay, he, he's really highly rated in dynasty because he's still only twenty-four years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he, great within the first three years of his career, I go back to the stat a lot. Within the first three years of his career, there's only two quarterbacks who've thrown for more passing yards than him: okay. Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck. Wow. So you really are dumb. Get your life together, son. Right. That's, yeah, this was your year, bro. Oh yeah, he picked. He got. I, I told you, you messed future, it up. When you order an Uber, make sure it's a man. Yeah. <laughs> or Not a man, just a or, or or just don't grab him by the Donald Trump, and you'll yeah. be fine. Or just that. keep your damn hands to, to yourself. yourself. Right, right. Oh yeah, you do the flag. Um, yeah, I'm gonna throw my flag on the entire NBA besides the Warriors for not calling Boogie Cousins. What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> Like, y'all want the Warriors to win every week. Y'all want the Warriors to win every championship until they break that thing up, which it look like they're not breaking it up. Because when Clay Thompson leaves, they'll just replace him with somebody else, and they'll pay him waffles and syrup. So it don't matter. So the fact – and, you know, Lakers, I love y'all. Y'all my squad, and I know the late show back. But you got LeBron James. The fact that you didn't even call Boogie Cousins, I know he hurt. But the fact that you didn't even call him – and when he playing for the Warriors for a sack of potatoes and some hip hop chips, I don't understand. Like I just uh, get mad if you want. I got Warriors in three. See, well, <laughs> what, if, what if they're just sending cousins into the locker room to try to blow it up from the inside? But now yeah. you know, now, now you, now you know what? 
I see what you're saying, but, but he already has Draymond Green though. So. Steph Curry wife ain't having that. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> I mean, because because let's because let's not forget the only NBA player that can blow up a team from the inside is probably what Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he going to the Lakers. Well, yeah, exactly. Lakers. He going to the Lakers. Exactly. Well, I can't wait to see you breaking shots. Right. That's it. Do you want me to first or do you want me to go first? You go first. Uh, you were prepared for this uh, apparently. Uh, <laughs> 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 about a fly well, play at the end of the day. All right. So I'm a big MMA fan, guys. I love UFC. UFC 226 was last night. It was. One of the most anticipated fights. He's back, baby. Yeah. Uh, congratulations to Daniel Cormier. It's a simultaneous two-division holder belt. But the, my, one of my more exciting fights was uh, Francis Ngannou and Derek Lewis. And I'm throwing my flag on that. That was the Baltic, Baltic Avenue of MMA fights. Mm, he had ten, damn. He had 10 significant strikes in the full round. These guys are supposed to be knockout artists, and they didn't even fight. Derek Lewis got injured. He was staying away from him. And Ngannou just stayed back and did nothing. Absolutely nothing. You're supposed to be the number one contender, Nagani, yep. for uh, the heavyweight championship, and you did not fight. It was a complete insult to anyone that paid for the uh, pay-per-view. You're supposed to be the co-main event, so I'm throwing my flag mainly at you, Nagani. Derek Lewis has a reason he was injured, but throwing the flag to you. And um, just to piggyback off that, that's why Brock Lesnar's jumping you, and he's going to get your yep. title opportunity because but Daniel Cormier and Brock Lesnar is going to have it yep. probably in October. It's, yeah, Damn. with Conor McGregor and Khabib on that same card. Right. Can you imagine that card. And I oh, want to say dope. too, I want to throw another flag on um, Dana White for booking two straight UFCs in a row, really bad matches that shouldn't even been on there. Matt's match was a little bit different because, yeah, they just end up not fighting, but it should have been on the card. The match should have been on the yeah. card. But the CM Punk match, the, the oh, fight, that, that, that should have that even been – yeah, undercard. that was ridiculous. So get your booking together. What, what do you mean, CM Punk? CM Punk fight UFC, you baby. You, no, you mean WWE CM Punk. Yeah. Straight ass CM Punk. Oh, my God. He got his ass straight whipped, too. Did he get beat bad? It was bad. You can beat him, bud. It was even funny because the guy you played was Mike Jackson. He's a horrible fighter. It was his first ever fight. And he did nothing. It was so bad that CM Punk is not allowed to fight again, and Mike Jackson got fired. Yeah, boy, got fired. Boy, nut like stage fights, huh, CM Punk? Better go at that WWE. Daniel Cormier. And Khabib and McGregor on the same card. I'm calling it. It's going to be in October. Probably UFC two, uh, UFC 230 or 231. Yeah. One of those. It's going to happen. Love Conor McGregor. All right. <laughs> Give Scott, me Brock. All right. I got to throw a flag on Julio Jones here. There it is. He's got a chance to do something special. They got a chance to really compete for Super Bowl this year. He's got three years left on his contract, and he's over here sitting, talking about holding out, not showing up for training camp, not coming into the preseason. He wants a new contract. That he just signed, what, two years ago? Two. Two, two years, years ago. ago. He's still got three years left. He was popping bottles, popping champagne, talking about all this money he's about to make and how he's finally made his career. And, you know, two years later, three years left to go on the contract. He wants a new one. I completely That's agree. That's just, dude, you're, the, the Falcons aren't going to give you, they're not going to give you a contract. Suck it up, play it out, and then, you know, go for a contract. After after your, you know, your contract, right? Why don't y'all renegotiate the collective bargaining agreement? Get a better union, NFL. Yeah. Y'all union trash. Maybe try to get guaranteed money. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. The NFL they're union not, is trash. They're not going to get guaranteed money. They Never. Have, they have guaranteed money. Guaranteed money is here. They do have they want, it. They want but NBA. If they if they get fully guaranteed contracts, you're going to screw up the teams. There's two. There's 53 players on a roster. You're going to screw up the salary cap if you do 100. percent um, Guaranteed. guaranteed contracts. So what's going to happen if you do get your 100% guaranteed contracts that you're fighting for, 
the you know top of the contract is going to be less. They're not going to be able to you know you you, you get the 150 million dollar contract. That's only going to be a hundred million dollar contract because now it's fully guaranteed. Right, and you have to run shorter deals. You have to run right. three year, two year deals. Plus, right, uh, with the salary cap, that was the big thing too. The NFL isn't set up and isn't set up like baseball and, and the NBA. Right, yep. Because the, the baseball there is no salary cap, so the Yankees can go spend as much and money. NBA as they want. has a fake salary cap. Right, they just <laughs> will do a luxury tax. Yeah. So yeah, you're over. Just pay us 130 million dollars, and eh, we'll call it even. Right. Well, that was it. I, I, I love that segment, by the way. I might steal it. Yeah. I might steal it. Do your thing. Hey, it, it's all yours. As soon as you, before you do it, going to say, brought to you by Flag and Play Podcast. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. You can have it. You can have it. A Flag and Play. You can catch them on Tuesdays, Teal Tuesdays at 6 p.m. The next show will be this Tuesday. Uh, look forward to us joining their show in the near future uh, as part of the uh, mega collaboration. I just want to say thanks to Anthony Rogers and Bud Lock for. Uh, Joining us for today, it was really fun. What? Oh, right, right. We want to talk about the league. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about the league. league. Let's talk about the league. So, we want to do a 12 team redraft league uh, with the four of us, and we're going to pick eight people. So, uh, we're going to have eight of our listeners, eight of our followers. Um, just message us if you want to be in it. If you, you know, your flag on the play, message them, and you'll be in their division. Right. And then if you're Pacing Dynasty, message us, and you'll be in our division. We run it two divisions of six teams yep. and play it. And we're gonna play for some Pigskin Dynasty merchandise and some Flag and Play merchandise. Right. And there yeah. may or may not be a WWE Championship belt. Yeah. yeah. And it may or may not be Spoiler kissed by my boo Alexa Bliss. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. So yeah. Uh, please uh, like us on the comment. Make sure you subscribe to us, both Flag and Play. As well as Pigs and Dynasty. Share the video. Let's try to get this, uh, this views up here. Uh, amazing. Listen to them on Podbean as well. We're getting our Podbean channel up as well. Other than that, uh, I used to like to do a, a quick uh, thing. I used to do a piece of paper. I used to throw it at the camera. But I kind of want to give to one of you guys. And I also, Scott and I have a gift. You guys, uh-oh, little uh, oh, pigskin dynasty mug. I only got what? one. What? I want to give it to you guys. Appreciate that, bro. Uh, no, thank, thank you, man. Thank you wait, wait, wait. We're not gonna have like a death match fight. Uh, <laughs> oh, it, oh, it's mine now. Oh, it's what? over here now. So uh, it's it's all it's us. Oh, you get to throw the paper then. It's there us. you go. You throw the paper. It's us. It's us I get this. Wait, wait, before he throws the paper. It's us. Hey, ten points if you hit the camera lens. By it's the way. us. It's us saying thanks for you coming out on the show. We appreciate you guys helping us with the, our podcast, getting our views up, and. Help showing us the way. So we look up to you guys kind of like our mentors. So we say thank you. Feeling old again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that was an old shot. Do not let him fool y'all. That was an old person shot. My name is Matt Fultz. Alongside me, it's fans of Leverkusen. Scott Oil. This is Anthony Rogers and Bud Lott. Catch up on Tuesdays. Other than that, guys, peace out. Yeah, and everybody from the Flag family, remember, we're Duval till we die. Way up.